You're watching No Go Zone with Henry. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here. Another Woden's Day is upon us. It's April 19th, 2023. Hope you're doing well. Uh, so, sorry for you're joining us live a little bit late today, but that's how it goes. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. We appreciate your uh, patience, as it were. Uh, so, yes, we're going to talk a little bit today uh, about the challenges when it comes to uh, our civilization and the, the direction that it's going. Uh, kind of a theme, you know, that we'd like to follow here uh, on uh, the show, uh, because, of course, it's getting gradually worse. And uh, more and more people of European descent are slowly but surely uh, realizing this the hard way. And I think if there's any trends overall in society, it's of course that more and more people can tend to over time, unless of course they're completely deranged and uh, insane, uh, to more or less agree, maybe not on every point, uh, but the general kind of gist of the things that we're talking about, that maybe it's not, maybe it's not a good idea to replace the population. Maybe it's bad that we are becoming a minority. Maybe we shouldn't have uh, wide open borders. Maybe we should have try to restore some of these things that have been done against us over the last, uh, you know, at least six decades. You can go back further than that. But anyways, that's some of the thing. I want to look at the stuff in Chicago. There was some stuff happening in, uh, <clears throat> yes, Compton. Let's let that like that's news, right? But it's, it's a good little you know framework of <laughs> where we are, basically. Uh, and, and of course, some some suggestions as well in terms of well what do we you know what do we do about this then because it's an awful lot of you know kind of com complaining uh which is necessary you know for to, to hold a kind of a, hold a hold a fire under the feet of, of certain people like you, you gotta see how bad it is for you to get motivated to do something about it anyway so that's that's kind of a little bit of the uh, theme of the show today uh look at a little bit over in the uk ireland uh, but of course the us as well uh, you could essentially uh you know kind of have that same discussion that we're going to have today uh, in essentially any Western uh, European nation. It's slightly better, you know, in some Eastern European countries, but uh, that's basically because they were retarded by communism. So they're like, you know, a couple of decades behind, uh, maybe three even in some cases. So if the people, uh, you know, at the top get their way, of course, they will get there as well. We don't hope that they will, but I'm saying uh, that's kind of the reason uh, why we're looking at that uh, weird division there of Eastern Europe versus uh, Western, uh, the rest of the Western world. All right. Anyway, guys, I wanted to begin with the Fox News story, to be honest. But uh, before that, we do that, a little plug here. Uh, if you want to, there we go, join us. NTPCM.live slash Red Eyes TV. I think Rumble is up and running. It was uh, uh, choking up here right before. I got a 505 on the site, but it, it looks like it's up and running. Uh, you can super, super chat on Rumble and on uh, Odyssey as well, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you for that. All right, let's begin. We got we to just, I want to show the, the crazy... The crazy settlement here, just to just to give you an idea of like how much money is behind, you know, the uh, the Tucker Carlson's, the uh, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, what's what some of the other big anchors they got over there on Fox News? Uh, they agreed to pay Dominion, right? <laughs> it just says uh, voting electronic voting machine or technologies company, right? Uh, and of course, it was over the 2020 election, which we which we know there's a lot of questions about this. And I think there's no doubt in some areas that uh, they did indeed cheat. But uh, as as miserly as as meager as the criticism was inside of Fox News of this reality and this issue, they have of course backtracked entirely. 
they don't talk about this kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of mega boomers were upset at Fox News at the time. And they say, go, go watch, uh, was it Newsmax and uh, One America News? And at least Newsback, I think Newsmax, they were also sued, I think, by Dominion. Forget how much money they got. I think they got money out of that. Um, not sure, O-A-N-N. -N. Uh, but anyway, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching the video version, 787.5 million United States, <clears throat> what do you call them again? Uh, Federal Reserve notes. That's what they owe. Uh, do they do? <laughs> do they do like a? Do they do like a payment plan or do, is there just maybe just a, a wire transfer like right away? Is that what? <laughs> is, that, is that how the mechanics work of how they do that? And then you try to like you know move two thousand dollars, whatever. Oh no 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 no! What is you, you know what are you doing? Fox News reached a last-minute settlement with Dominion Voting Systems, which accused Fox News of pushing conspiracies that harmed the company. How much money do they, how much money do they make? Dominion is this? What, <laughs> how can how can this? Actually, they're asking. Check this out. They were asking 1.6 billion. This is. I mean, it's almost like absurd, like Alex Jones lawsuit territory. The only difference, of course, is that uh, the uh, Fox News uh, what was it 20 20th Century Fox? What, what is it called again? Uh, of course, can can fork out that that money, right? So they didn't get 1.6, but they got you know almost a little bit more than half of that, 787.5 million. Ay ay ay. The judge in the Fox News defamation case said on Tuesday that the case was resolved, abruptly ending a long-running dispute over misinformation in the 2020 election. Just as highly anticipated trial was about to begin, I know some of the leftists were talking about. Was it uh, he went to discovery, I believe, right? So there, there were text messages coming out and, uh, you know, Tucker, what these people thought internally and stuff. Like, I haven't followed too much of it. Uh, but anyway, the, it's it's incredible, incredible amounts of money out there and resources when you get to the mainstream stuff. Uh, but anyway, uh, Fox News, of course, they uh, they can fork this out. How much money do they make? Maybe I should look this up beforehand, but uh, <clears throat> well, uh, I'll look into that at some point. Uh, incredible amount of establishment money out there anyway. That's uh, that's the conclusion of that. Uh, okay. Check out the story. Uh, yeah, exactly. Could, could it be back? Can we bankrupt? Uh, can we bankrupt Fox News so people could, you know, leave, <laughs> you know, go to some other sources where they actually can keep telling about uh, the, I mean, sure, Dominion will just will just sue consequently like down the line and try to bankrupt, bankrupt anybody. If you don't control the legal system, like, yeah, you, you're, you're in trouble, you know, kind of thing. Uh, they got us by the balls, but um, good news. It's all falling apart. It's all coming down, so don't, don't worry about it. All we have to do is, uh, I think it was Rage, right? Uh, Raging Dissident. So all we have to do is not lose. <clears throat> we don't have to win at every point, but all we have to do is not lose and kind of hang on, in a way, uh, the tumultuous period that's coming. And I think that's true, in a sense. Um, I wish for us to, to to win right away, you know, 100%, but that's obviously not going to happen immediately. We, we, we're in desperate uh, need of, uh, of, of organization and, and leadership and things like this. Um, resources, means, uh, call it what you have, uh, call it what you want, but um, it's going to be, it's going to be a bumpy road. It's going to be a very bumpy road uh, ahead, but uh, we can uh, we can actually do a lot of positive things, I, I think. We'll, we'll get into that here a little bit later. Um, some of the things that that's going down the tubes. Planned Parenthood. Check out this story from Daily Mail here. Uh, Planned Parenthood communications director commits suicide after police launch child porn investigation uh, into him and raid his apartment building. Now, why would you? Hmm. 
No, no. I, I assume that implies guilt. I would, I would, <laughs> I would think so. Tim Yiragu, 36, took his own life five days after a botched police raid in connection to child pornography at his New Haven, Connecticut home. Isn't that like one of the elites' uh, hangouts, right? New Haven. Um, that's all. Oh, isn't that also, by the way, the uh, not Parkland? Uh, what was called? Well, actually, also sued, right? They, they took him up there to to uh, New Haven. Chad, uh, <clears throat> what was that? What was the school called again? Anyway, uh, Yeregu, I think I pronounced that that way, had been working as the marketing and communications director at the Long Wharf Theater and previously uh, worked for Plant 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 Yeah Planned Parenthood. Yeregu's neighbor Stacy Wenzetzenter said she was traumatized when officers broke down her door and handcuffed her before realizing their mistake. Wait a minute, why did they went to the neighbor? Okay, I don't understand this. Here's the here's the guy uh, anyway. Uh, Jaeger appeared to post regularly on social media until December 2022. Pictures of his godchildren, family, friends, and works events lay bare his life in the months prior to his death. So I'm not sure what's going on here, but uh, I can tell you this much: Plant Parenthood. They have uh, they have some skeletons. <clears throat> they have some they have some little fetuses in their closets. Uh, who knows what this guy was up to? But uh, it doesn't look good for him. Uh, and anyway, I'm not going to go through detail. Uh, oh, here we go. Proud. All right, here we go. Plant Parenthood. Queers for repro. <clears throat> Queer for reproduction, presumably. Do they need that? Is that is that uh, needed within that particular <clears throat> flanks? Together we fight for all. Proud. I think that's the uh, Yeagru there holding that sign. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> crazy stuff. More pedophiles. Okay. So let's begin with uh, let's begin with this here. There's a number of things happening in the U.S. when it comes to just the infrastructure alone, right? There's bridges that have been collapsing. There's buildings falling apart. It's it's not you know something maybe every day on this front, but uh, you know there's there, there's problems, right? There's a there's a lot of those um, dollars earmarked for, for example, oh I don't know, Ukraine or maybe, maybe Israel. I don't know. You know, call me crazy. Or maybe uh, what was it? Uh, what was the, the, the country that outlawed uh, homosexuality now? They banned gay sex. Was it Nam- Namibia against Tanzania? Which one? Which country was it again? It was something, I forget. We, I think we mentioned the number there. Just like some <laughs> outrageous, just like hundreds of million each year are given to this country. You know, it's like, okay. Um, anyway, you think that, you know, with, with Peter Buttigieg in charge of this, well, that's transportation, I guess. It's not really, well, is it, isn't it infrastructure? I think that's 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 true, right? infrastructure i think he's in charge of that you think that he would kind of like let's just kind of at least spend a little money on like fixing up some things making sure that like i don't know just building don't just completely collapse and, and fall apart but of course there's other reasons for this too so anyway there's a an entire parking garage that collapsed uh in lower manhattan new york city is a video uh of how this crazy stuff looked I guess that's technically the aftermath, but you can see some cars still actually <clears throat> adjusting to uh, to fake and gay gravity uh, here as we talk. Remember that was a bridge in Michigan. It was an apartment complex in Florida, right? These things happen. The issue, of course, is occasionally you've got to have to uh, kind of have to review. You got to check out who well who built the building and well, what do they do? How well did they build it? 
can we uh, can, will it stand for another hundred years or do we need to uh, do we need to upkeep do we need to fix luckily of course we're importing the very best engineers not only to the uh, US but also to uh, many European countries where similar things are kind of beginning to happen certain of these trends right yeah Dan Lima said you can view this as an isolated incident, but I think everything is breaking. It feels like everything's breaking. Yes, we have a phenomenon called entropy. Things are, uh, you know, kind of slowly falling apart. It was remember the deflection up in uh, uh, Flint, Michigan, the water system. Number of people in charge there, of course, um, basically started blaming uh, white people. Right, this was uh, blacks that were in charge uh, up there. I was like, no, this is your job to to make sure things work and and that uh, you know water is is not being you know poisoned by uh, rotting and and falling apart pipes and, th and things like that. But it's it's easier it's easier to blame racism and then just ask for federal money than actually upkeep and do what you're supposed to do. And of course, this is not the only place where this is happening. Shit's falling apart everywhere. It's it's absolutely crazy. Um, all right. So <clears throat> let, let's get into the topic here a little bit of, uh, of, of just how, how bad it is, right? So th this is a two-pronged uh, uh, thing here. Apparently there was a follow-up and it was, oh, no, it's not a... They didn't attack a white woman. They attacked uh, <clears throat> her black boyfriend, you know. Well, you, of course, you have to ask yourself, well, was there a reason why they did that, right? So, so let's just check out the video that first went viral, right? 15.5 million views. <laughs> All right, so of course everybody, you know, because you can see a. Let's see, play it again here. You can of course see a white woman up here, right? Right here. Do you see her? The top. I'm gonna get my little marker tool here. Right here she is. All right, so people are like, oh well, obviously she's being handled here too, right? She goes down, boom. So then conservative media was kind of somewhat fast and like, well, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. It's not a, a, a racist racial attack, right? Uh, <clears throat> someone said, I've deleted my three uh, tweets that said this was a racial attack. It wasn't actually a group of black youths attacking a white woman, but a group of black youths attacking another black youth. Oh, the, the, the white woman weren't injured here, you're saying? Richard Hanion? I apologize to the fine young citizens in the video for jumping to conclusions. <clears throat> or is he making fun of this? Maybe. Anyway, <laughs> and here's the here's the Fox News segment about this. So, so it's a, here's the real backstory of what actually happened, right? Moments ago, I was able to speak to the couple that were at the center of that now viral attack on the streets of Chicago over the weekend. They described what happened in their own words. Listen. Um, well, I just recently saw the video, but. We were just downtown in Chicago trying to shop. <clears throat> Did you have to see the video? You were part of the ex... Uh, anyway, okay. All right, whatever. Uh, you know, trying to get some food. And we were, were walking down the street, and there was a really big group of, of guys, a really big, gr big group of people. Sheep. Girls. Yeah, guys and girls. And, you know, DJ had my hand, and he was trying to lead me through the crowd of people. And they pushed him. They pushed me. And as soon as they pushed me, I told DJ, I said, hey, you know, they, they just shoved me. And he asked them, he was like, yo, don't shove her. Who shoved her? And as soon as he said that, everything went crazy. <clears throat> so she was shoved first. Okay, here we, here, here we get in the details. Right? So she was shoved first. 
So they did attack the white woman. It just happens to be there was another. They're, of course, in an interracial relationship here. Is that why the others targeted? Look, I don't know. Maybe it's just random, as they say, for no reason whatsoever. But, you know, sometimes it's something that triggers. It's like, fuck you. We want to beat up this woman. You Now you're the problem. Now you're standing in the way, right? So that, that's how it goes. Let's continue listening. Crazy. You know, they said they're going to kill us. They turned around and, you know, started fighting, you know. So sorry. I got pushed to down that. to the ground and, yeah, I got pushed yeah. down. To so, yeah, we're so sorry to hear that. The ground and the whole group of people went to DJ, not me. Like, I have a lot less injuries than he does because I was a, more of a bystander than anything, but everyone went for him and it ended up in the middle of the street. They were jumping him in the middle of the street. It got pretty bad. I'm just so sorry to hear that. DJ, um, what were the extent of your injuries after all this, you and Ashley's injuries? Um, as you can see, I don't know if you can see or not, I have a black eye. Uh, my face is messed up. Uh, shoulder is pretty up too i'm pretty sure i got a it's out of place or something my back sore uh my nose i don't know what's wrong with my nose it's swollen i don't know what's going on with it but uh get it checked out soon um and her do injuries you, do you believe scratching. that you 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 two were targeted in this attack or do you believe this was random it was very random because all we were doing we had just left nordstrom and uh it was very random all right uh, we were looking for somewhere to eat and we saw that group, and they just thought they was tough, and they didn't want to move out the way. Just out there being... <clears throat> Looks like you were targeted because you have a white woman there, dude. Stupid, young and dumb, trying to prove a point for nothing. Uh, so, young and dumb. Just teens. And I saw that happen. Uh, and you were also... Yeah, it dang, was absolutely... Dang youths. All right, at it again, it, folks. Go ahead, Ashley. It was just absolutely random. We didn't know anybody. We were just trying to walk. That's right. For no reason whatsoever, <clears throat> we were brutally. I was brutally attacked. Um, although I was, you know, kind of an anomaly in the group. Yeah. For a group of people. And you were also robbed, right? Were things taken from you, Ashley? Yes. Oh, DJ? Yes. Yeah. Both of our pairs of shoes, my Yeezys, her Yeezys. Uh, sandals, Yeezys. her Apple Watch. My hat. We had just bought the shit. Both our phones. Glasses. Her glasses. Shit. Both our phones. <laughs> Cops drove right by. Is this is this is this common? I'm mean, a little out of tune. Is this uh, she? Is this normal uh, lingo here? <laughs> her Apple Watch. Her Apple Watch. My hat. We had just bought the shit. Both our phones. Glasses. Her glasses. <laughs> both our phones. Hmm. Cops drove right by it. Oh. Act like they didn't see anything. While DJ was getting jumped in the middle of the street, I, um, that's when I was getting up off the ground and I saw the so, cops just... <clears throat> the tech, the Yeezys, are they, uh, they anti-Semitic? Is that the... How's the, how does, how's the spin here? Drive by. They, they almost had to avoid the collision to get past us, but they just drove by the incident in the middle of the street. I've only got a few seconds left, but a good Samaritan um, picked you up and took you to the hospital, correct? Yes, yes, very, yes. Her God name is Lenora. Her. her name is Lenora. Wow. She well, gave us shoes, took her, us home, took us to the hospital. Her husband as well. They gave Thank you. Shoes. So they, you they took the shoes off your feet? It was not just the shoes you'd bought? They took the... I mean, it, you know what? It's actually quite common, you know, if, like in a fight or something, people lose shoes, you know, especially if you don't have them, like, actually tied on. So maybe that's what happened, but anyway... Uh, it's something with the shoes here. I know so you're looking for her. I don't know we'll where get we would the have been her. Thank you so much for joining us. Our mm -hmm. thoughts and our prayers are with both of you. And yes, thoughts and prayers. <clears throat> Let's just keep... Oh, that's right. Last line. Check out what she says here regarding... Because, of course, we're going to look at more 
what's happening in Chicago, right? um, We are praying for that city because it's, you know, it's going through tough times. Thanks to both of you. That's right. 100%. It's tough times, folks. Uh, In Chicago, uh, we'll take a look at that here in a moment, too. Uh, Maybe next time over on Odyssey, says, Hail Red Ice. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Pagan Bear, Hail Red Ice. Uh, Beat my dono people. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's kind of you. Uh, (laughs) Let's continue playing a little bit of the Chicago situation here because uh, this is of course not the only thing right I have a little bit of random videos here what do we begin with here downtown beating witness uh, they were going to kill that oh that's right this is from a different angle that's right this is actually a news report we'll get to the other one about the complete uh, just spurg out here in a bit Let, let's check out this report here first the 100 block of Wabash here we go here's more from this uh, girl here my purse, you know, everything I had on me. A terrifying assault and robbery that happened around 6 o'clock Saturday night in the 100 block of Wabash. Ashley Knutson and her boyfriend were downtown shopping looking for some... Knutson, of course. Of course. ...some food when one of several large mobs of teens moving through the loop turned the corner and approached them. He turned around Okay, and said, okay, so... This is completely 100% related to, okay, to that big crowd. We're going to look at in a moment what they did, right? They jumped on cars. It was just like a a, a shit show. It was uh, literally a a chimp out, you know, in Chicago. Uh, So this is, okay, this is an offshoot from that actually happened at the same time. Uh, Okay, I didn't didn't, didn't make that click initially for me when I thought it was two separate things. It's actually the same thing. Okay. He said that they went crazy. I'm going to kill you. Like started beating on him they pulled me to the ground they were kicking jumping his face kicking his face beating like i couldn't even see him specifically it was like he was surrounded but i just saw a bunch of people punching kicking knutson says she looked up to see chicago police officers drive by not stopping to help when they drove around me i knew then that there was no one coming to help them and if someone didn't intervene it probably would have went way, way worse. Lenora Dennis ran over, grabbing the couple and helping them take cover inside the Macy's store, where employees locked the doors and they hid inside until the group left. Dennis then took them to the hospital and police station to file a report. She's godsend. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have, I don't know what I would do without you. I don't know where I would be. a lot of leads, folks. Dead right now. All right, let me pause that. <clears throat> I would be dead right now, she says here. Meanwhile, downtown Saturday night, police arrested 15 people, mostly for reckless conduct, for Use. jumping on top there of and kicking cars and smashing <laughs> windows of vehicles. Yes, Two that's... Teens were there we go. We're also let's, shot. T- let's take that again. I want to see that. For, up on the car. Climb up on the car. And then shake that booty. For reckless conduct, for jumping on top of and kicking cars and oh, smashing and a, windows of vehicles. Is that a, uh, is, that a uh, is that a boy? I guess what what is that? Is that a can can I get confirmation? Is that a conduct for jumping on top of and kicking cars and smashing windows? I don't know what I'm looking. <laughs> Two teens were also shot in the 100 block of East Washington huh. around 9 p.m. It's gonna take all of everyone who loves this city and i've lived in in this city my whole life and it's gonna take we can't keep doing the same things that we've done Mm -hmm. in the past we gotta we gotta do something different to to get this under control the best advice i would give to white people again is to get the hell away from black people just get the fuck away friend scott adams has a uh has of course a little bit of a point here 
so we have some more footage here, right, from uh, what, what actually happened uh, downtown Chicago here over the uh, weekend. Let's uh, play a little bit of that. Shot by Chicago Critter. That's what they call uh, lawlessness, right? There's a more. The audio cuts out right there, but uh, yeah, you're certainly just a little, just a little Saturday night fun, right? <laughs> Things are going great in Chicago. Not a big surprise, but of course, uh, as they said in the news report, there uh, shots were fired. Here's some uh, footage of that. All right, here's more footage. Sad, a couple of sad emoticons coming in there. That's what it is now, folks. Shots fire, bro. Hold bro. Stay in that pit. All right. Well, it seems to be going uh, going very well uh, there for the uh, folks in uh, Chicago. So, of course, uh, we had some uh, authorities speaking out, and it was... Uh, it wasn't directly kind of a. Uh, it, it was mostly peaceful kind of line, but but it was but it was kind of leaning towards that. I, th I think uh, she's outgoing now, right? The uh, crazy uh, uh, Mayor Beetlejuice, right? She's outgoing, I believe. But they interview her uh, in this piece regarding this. Uh, Illinois state senator defends Chicago teens rioting, looting. It's a mass protest. That's right. They're just protesting. Let's uh, check this out here to do more to protect the community from wild incidents like what took place at Millennium Park this weekend. On Saturday, a large group of teens crowded downtown streets around Millennium Park. Some of them jumped on cars, smashing windows. Two teens were even shot. Police made 15 arrests. Mayor Lightfoot says uh, Pete CPD has assured her they're making adjustments to make sure this does not happen again. The vast majority of the young people came downtown, came downtown because it was a great um, weather and an opportunity to enjoy the city. That's absolutely entirely important. Uh, there are few <clears throat> it was um, it was great weather, folks. All right, just you, <laughs> just you, just you're following the logic here. It was great. Let's take that again. This was great weather. The vast majority of the 
the young people who came downtown came downtown because it was a great um, weather and an opportunity to enjoy the city. That's absolutely entirely appropriate. Um, there are a few that came with different intentions, and they they have and they will be dealt with. Ah, okay. So a couple of couple of bad eggs. Got it. A couple of a couple of rotten apples. Um, but I'm not going to use your language, which I think is um, wrong, uh, to say that it's made. Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson said that he does not condone this kind of activity, but added, quote, it is not constructive to demonize youths who've otherwise been starved of opportunities That's right. in their own communities. Exactly. <clears throat> That's right. Uh, yeah, he actually ended up uh, defending them here, right? Uh, here's a guy. Chicago mayor-elect defends rioters. Uh, as video emerges of white women being beaten by mob of a major investment to protect a major part of our history today the chicago public let me silence that there uh okay chicago mayor-elect brandon johnson defended writers who caused chaos on saturday night saying they shouldn't be demonized as video emerged of a group of black youths beating a white woman in the street authorities struggled to deal with large mobs of teenagers who smashed up cars destroyed public and private property and then later engaged in random shootings in downtown areas of the city news crews had to pull the reporters out of the area as yet another democrat-run major city experienced utter bedlam and lawlessness <clears throat> Uh, now a new video clip is emerged of a white woman being visually that's the one we're uh, watching right here but here here's the uh, statement here uh, despite innumerable videos showing riders smashing up shops gas stations and private vehicles mayor-elect brandon johnson responded by telling people not to blame the rioters i do i guess this is what they read on on air too right he doesn't condone this but it's it's a, it's a destructive activity right we saw that in the loop uh, it's unacceptable no place in our city however However, it is not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their communities. Our city must work together to create spaces for youth to gather safely and responsibility under adult guidance and supervision to ensure that every part of our... <clears throat> I didn't even uh, click in on the rest early. Here we go. In every part of our... Where are we? Uh, uh, every part of our city that it remains welcome for both residents and visitors. This is one as one aspect of my comprehensive approach to improve public safety in Chicago, make Chicago livable for everyone. Are you saying it's not livable? Why is it not livable, uh, Johnson? Brandon Johnson. All right. So anyway, of course, you have to essentially kind of defend. It's always an issue, right? So it's like, well, you know, there's reasons for this, right? So therefore. It's kind of how they twisted this thing too, right? With like after the uh, trans person shoots up a, uh, Christians in a school, then it's like we have to defend trans people. Uh, here, blacks randomly attack a, a couple. They're shooting other people. They're causing riots and destruction. All this kind of. We have to ensure that they they have a safe experience. Uh, we have to create a safe space for them. It's white people that's a problem, right? We have to uh, we have to be separate the whites because they're the the dangerous violent ones and and otherwise all these other people will act up kind of thing reminds me by the way Buttigieg I didn't, I didn't mention it earlier but he had a, a ridiculous co uh, comment regarding uh, street safety again it was a disproportionately uh, it affects non-white people listen to what he uh, said here you know because it's like transportation uh, department rights that he's head of so it's kind of things related to, to those kinds of things, street planning, roads, all that stuff, like safety around that. Listen to this. We've got a crisis when it comes to roadway fatalities in America. We lose about 40,000 people every year. It's a level that's comparable to gun violence. And we see a lot of racial disparities. Black and brown Americans, tribal citizens and rural residents 
much more likely to lose their lives, whether it's in a car or as a pedestrian being hit by a car. There are a lot of reasons uh, related to discrimination, related mm-hmm. to uh, the, even the ways that roads are designed and built. Who has access to uh, a safe street design that's got crosswalks <laughs> and good lighting? Who good doesn't lighting. have that access? That can drive disparities. And we have a, a responsibility mm-hmm. to act on that. That's right. Okay. All right. Fascinating. <clears throat> Who knew? Uh, whites apparently are not in uh, traffic accidents. Uh, and of course, if they are, then it's, uh, well, it's, it's, it's just a one-off. Uh, but furthermore, we have to uh, kind of reshuffle uh, the entire system here because uh, we if whites die at certain intersections, we will not look at that anymore, okay? That's, uh, <laughs> everything is being spun in this way. It's insane. Uh, TT uh, Infections, I think it is on uh, Entropy, says, uh, I mean, there has to be a point. They didn't just see a couple and say, hey, let's jump them. I don't know, to be honest. This is obviously they're, they're they're looking for trouble, and here's a, here's a white girl, right? Here's a white girl. Maybe they didn't even think the black guy was with her or something. I, I, who knows? Or, or they was actually like, hey, look, an interracial couple. Let's attack them or something. Who who knows what the reasons is? Uh, but I, no, I don't think it's just. I don't know. I mean, at the same time, like, can it be out of the blue? Yeah, but I mean, to a certain extent, <clears throat> they get um, uh, the the impulse control. Uh, the lack of impulse control is, of course, causing. Uh, some of these uh, individuals and youths um, to uh, to just act out, and and when they get when they get in a large enough crowd, uh, then all of a sudden all the rules right goes uh, goes kind of out the out the window. Daily Mail had a funny uh, <laughs> had a funny way. They I think they ended up changing uh, the headline, but if you check it like the URL, you can still see what they say. They say a teen trend. They called it. So if you if you actually if I pull that down, you can see the URL here. Uh, teen. Uh, Chicago, yeah, downtown Chicago torch cars teen trend <laughs> gathering they had in the URL, right? So the yeah, it's a t- it's just a uh, just a teen trend. Uh, that's basically what it is. <clears throat> no worries whatsoever. It's uh, it's just a new uh, new new uh, some new hip young thing that uh, us boomers haven't caught on to yet uh, in terms of uh, fun things to do on a Saturday night. Of course, this uh, this means things are are slowly but surely. Uh, falling apart where uh, white people are being demographically replaced or displaced. Uh, so, the, yeah, there was some funny uh, classic, classic uh, <laughs> Adams, uh, Scott Adams, of course, a clip that came out in the wake of this. we got to play one more time. The best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Someone did a, uh, the, the music is, is awful, but, but I'll play it anyway for you. Uh, unseen footage of the Teenage Millennium Park takeover from April 15th. This appears to be a compilation showing events that took place during that night of madness. Uh, most which has not been shown by anyone else. Okay, I'm not sure about that. So enjoy this uh, wonderful music here. For Hey, BJ made this drink. Incredible music talent here. Get on the floor and shake that ass. go. Just take a nigga, make her mad. It's a throw. Get on the floor and shake that ass. It's a go. Just take a nigga, make her mad. It's a throw. 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 
Shit, I can't even, it's like a brain dead just listening to it. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll just enjoy we'll, we'll just enjoy the footage here for a little bit with uh, Scott Adams. The best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. All right, I think we've seen enough of that. Is it just looping now, maybe? No, it's uh, it's just, uh, that's, that's more here. All right, so anyway, uh, good stuff. <clears throat> Fantastic. Uh, rowdy dude over on Odyssey says, uh, how many bad apples do they have to find before we can toss the whole bunch? Uh, yeah, and isn't it uh, the, 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 the bad apple analogy, right? It's if there is one b- bad apple in all the apples that you picked and you put them in your root cellar, is of course that they ruin and spoil all the other apples, right? That's the that's the thing. Um, I have a good post on, on, on like kind of all of this uh, that I saw on Twitter today that I'll read later. Uh, kind of in terms of the, the situation of, of, of what I think just is kind of necessary uh, here. Uh, you know, because there's a lot of people. Are, well, we just have to, you know, we just have to try harder. We just have to unite, kind of thing. And I'm just like, um, no, that's, that's just that it's not going to work. Um, there could be someone that some. There's even been certain civilizations now at this point that have uh, gallantly tried this after decades and decades. But of course, through uh, antagonizing uh, media endeavors and, and and political subversion and things like that, it's just uh, irreparable, essentially. Uh, and you know it's not it's nothing personal. It just, just we don't want to live like this. <laughs> we, we can't. <laughs> you know this is not happening. We're not we're not doing this anymore. Okay, we're done. Uh, so we'll find we'll find a solution to this uh, problem. We'll we'll have to claim and and uh, take our own space if we have to. And uh, and and that'll be that. And you can you can keep this up wherever you are. You know kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, no. Sadly, this is the case in many. Uh, Western nations now as, as well, right? Uh, let me see here. Eddie says the statement "group of teens" is unqualified manipulation itself. Yeah, it's refusing to recognize. It's a good point, and I'm glad you brought that up because it it, it needs to be repeated over and over again. That if this was white uh, white teens that did this, and and I think it was in in the in terms of the this one we'll see from Compton. I think I saw like. Maybe one or two faces that that looks appear white, you know, kind of thing. So, so sure, it might not be a hundred percent kind of thing, but it's this complete lack of like making generalization, which is of course you know kind of necessary. You can't just live your life and just take every situation at face value, like you're brand new kind of thing. Where right? you have to make, you have to discriminate, you have to make, you have to have discernment, you have to make. Uh, assumptions to a certain extent doesn't mean you have to act on those assumptions, but you can like cautiously, you know, prepare yourself essentially accordingly to like well, statistically, right? That this is most likely to happen or <laughs> whatever situation you find yourself in, and then if it doesn't, okay, great, you know, kind of thing. But you can't just like naively think that you know we oh we can't, 
you can't make generalizations, you can't make assumptions, you can't look at statistical averages or anything like that. That's, of course, that's, that's retarded. But I'm saying if it was white kids doing this, it would have been seen as, as a problem. Like, why are these white kids behaving this way? What do we do about them? And, and, and what's their political views? You know, are they, uh, are they, are they not self-hating whites? Well, that's an even bigger problem, you know? So that's, uh, that is true. So this is, this is Compton here. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, the point again, a refusal to use the right term to define our reality. It's, it's always sugarcoating it, uh, you, you know, fixing it, right? It, it's damage control, essentially, uh, manipulative languages, language and things like this. It's like Frank Luntz, right? Let, let's rework the language to, to mis massage it in place, right? Let's, <laughs> let's use, let's use a lube on this dildo so that it will go in, you know, kind of thing. Uh, that's essentially what they're doing. Six Compton businesses hit after street takeover. I love that's another thing. Street. Oh, it's a, oh, well, it's a street takeover folks. That's a, no, no, no. It's just, it's not a riot or looting or criminal. It's a street takeover. <laughs> let's sanitize the language and not describe what it actually is. There's a couple of news reports on this. When a sideshow erupts into when a, a sideshow, okay, sideshow erupts into looting. This is at the intersection of Central and Alondra. A huge crowd taking part in a sideshow turned on a nearby gas station, smashing windows and doors until they got in and then looted the place. Thousands of dollars of goods were stolen. Deputies had been dispatched to the area but were unable to intervene as they were outnumbered. Only one arrest was made. Okay, that was that one. I think we have a couple of more here. Was it the second one? Let me just check my notes here. Was there a second one? Let's check this one here. Christine Coco, it was a wild scene on Sunday morning. Tonight, Newport L.A. Beach County Police Sheriff's say Nicholas Briones is the 27-year-old man accused of smashing it's in... It's auto-playing there. Sorry about that. Okay, here we go. These <laughs> are asking for the public's help. They're hoping someone will recognize those looters. They got uh, got a lot of leads, folks. Got leads. Station at East Alondra Boulevard in South Central Avenue. Taking whatever they could get their hands on. Shockingly, this kid. Ironically, we have a, a Budweiser uh, ad appropriately. Without a mask, <laughs> the can be seen. This, uh, isn't this what you uh, wanted? The uh, the new, diverse, exciting America. Struck with force, smashing their way into the Arco gas station at East Alondra Boulevard in South Central Avenue. There it is, Budweiser. Whatever they could get their hands on. Shockingly, this kid, without a mask, can be seen smiling and stealing condoms. Everything is methodically calculated. They know exactly what they're doing. It happened early in the morning around 1.30 on Sunday in Compton. First, a street takeover. At least, at least... At least they're doing condoms, so <laughs> if we're lucky, they won't reproduce, uh, folks. But <clears throat> who knows? Maybe that's maybe so. Use them as balloons, right? But yes, no. Here's telling street takeover. It's just a street takeover. It's fine. They make all that noise all night long. You can smell the smoke off the tires and stuff. That rubber smells terrible. It went from that to this: the looting of six businesses in Compton, thousands of dollars in losses. Thought it was very terrible. She Despite the calls for help, L.A. County Sheriff's deputies did not stop the looters because the mob outnumbered the number of deputies on duty. Yep. They need to stop being scared and come and secure the community. 
plain and simple. You know. Isn't um, this? I mean, okay, sure. Like, I, I, I get that, right? But isn't this your, your kids? I'm not saying her personally, but like the community. This is the community's kids, right? Or are they bust in? Is it Soros busting <laughs> from another area or something? Uh, is no responsibility here in terms of like, well, what's what's going on? How how are these uh, how are these kids raised, right? I think one one funny guy. He says they took. Uh, Booze and condoms, all the essentials. <laughs> you said. Thousands of dollars in lost convenience store smash and grabs as massive street takeovers. It was a chaotic street weekend takeovers. night in Compton. Neighbors in the area, they are speaking out. Eyewitness News reporter Shayla Girardin is live in Compton with more. Shayla. Better get out of there, girl. Yes, over 200 people were involved in this takeover and still takeover. no arrests have been made. Now, locals say they are tired. This takeover, this is, nor again, normalizing the language. Oh, this, well, this takeover, hey, yes, hi, uh, Savannah. In this takeover, it was 200, <laughs> two, just 200 people involved. It wasn't that bad. They only smashed and uh, grabbed things from three uh, gas stations. And then uh, next week, there's another takeover. Of the same thing happening over and over again, and they've had enough. Local residents are speaking out after a night of chaos on the streets of Compton this weekend. It was just a matter of time. I knew it was going to happen. Early Sunday morning, hundreds of people took over the intersection of Alondra Boulevard and Central Avenue, looting several businesses and leaving behind a trail of destruction. Neighbors say this is nothing new. This intersection, it's just, this goes down two or three nights a week downhill. <laughs> They're just giving up. Motors roaring. Uh, if you live close by, you probably can't breathe after they get going because the smoke from the tires. Is Video of the Arco gas station shows the crowd is stealing thousands of dollars of merchandise while the on-duty clerk hides for safety. Locals blame outsiders for the ongoing destruction. Uh, we're not just a bunch of savages. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's outsiders coming in. Fascinating. Interesting. For the ongoing destruction. We're not just a bunch of savages sitting here roiling in our own filth. It's someone else coming in, someone making us look bad. I, I really believe that. According is, it the, uh, is it the white kids in black uh, latex suits? Remember that one after the George Floyd uh, riots? Even Joe, Joe Rogan was like, "It's this is mostly white kids stealing sneakers. I think that was the, the official line. Here. Data published by LASD and reported to the State Department of Justice, burglaries, robberies, and thefts in Compton jumped significantly in 2022. Right now, street takeovers are a big part of the problem. Street takeovers have been happening every weekend in the city of Compton. The Sheriff's Department says they didn't have enough manpower to stop Sunday morning's takeover. Our number one problem is not having the... It's, imagine this was just... I want you to... It's, it's just 100% the case that they are getting a pass. Like if this was if this was armed, I'm, you know, are, are they armed? Probably, maybe not. It's not the the main kind of feature of the thing, you know, kind of thing. But like, imagine like, yeah, like armed white kids or whatever it is, you know, pickup trucks or jeeps, you know, whatever, and like taking over a portion of the. I guess you could say, what was you had? Uh, was it Seattle or Portland? Right? The uh, what was that called, guys? Um, Chaz, Chaz, was that what it was called? Chaz, or what was it? Yeah, Chaz X or something, the little zone that they got. And, they, you know, this was like commies and leftists and stuff, and uh, it wasn't, you know, racially homogenous or anything like that. I think it was, you know, diverse. 
um, or whatever, like actual different races or whatever. But I'm just saying they get they got a pass, right? But if, it was, if this was like white kids doing this, there would be there would be military uh, presence eventually if they if that's what it was, right? Uh, but anyway, this is uh, I'm not sure which one that is. They stole this. Stole, this is the guy. I think all he they stole all the essentials. Doesn't this is a funny, uh, funny take from this guy. And residents are demanding action after a gas station was looted just moments after a string of street takeovers last weekend. Eyewitness news reporter Irene Cruz is in Compton with the latest and talk. I think this is one. Irene. Yeah, Philip, what a wild weekend in Compton we have seen. And residents we spoke to today say they are frustrated, they're fed up, they want all of this to stop. The LA County Sheriff's Department saying they'll step it up. And make you afraid to go out because you never know what you're going to run into. That was Compton resident Clarence Long's reaction to this now viral right. video. Just <laughs> outraged over the street takeovers and I know it's the same footage they play over and over. Maybe it wasn't that guy then. Okay, whatever. It was a funny comment earlier. I want to just play that one. Uh, no, this is, this is, and of course this will be, because this won't be put down and, and dismissed fiercely, uh, put in its place and, and that order is restored, it will not only, you know, ex uh, escalate and get worse, it will start pouring into other places and other areas. Uh, this will be normalized. Then you see trends on, you know, TikTok or whatever, and things continue in this vein, and it will just get worse and worse. Uh, it's the same thing when, you know, you have certain other European cities. All of a sudden, the whole fucking city just closes down because there's some riots between, like, Turks and Afghans or <laughs> Turks and Kurds or, you know, something like that. We've, we've shown footage of that, right? like mass brawls with machetes and stuff on the streets of Germany because of like these racial uh, groups have a beef with each other. And then, of course, it becomes like European, like German cops responsibility to try to sort all this out, uh, put these people in jail and, and, and whatnot. Right. So uh, it, it is crazy. Uh, here's Dublin, Ireland. Right. It's no um, it's not a similar scene here, uh, but it's just to just to show you that this is like it's 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 ramping up to become like this uh, even in the UK and Ireland uh, and other parts of Europe right now as well. Here, here's apparently a group of African teens uh, in Dublin, Ireland, uh, acting like they're from London. I guess there's a certain uh, uh, slang and whatnot that they <laughs> that they use there. Uh, and I say, uh, poster here says they appear to be getting ready for a birthday party. All right, fasting. What would we do without these? People in our countries, folks. Yo, we got 250 going for the best two TikToks here. So send your TikToks, tag me on YZ, 250 euro cash, cash to the best two. Send in your best videos, two videos, wow. and we'll post them. Wow. 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 Fascinating. <clears throat> so, uh, I feel like that guy in uh, uh, what is it? Idiocracy. He 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 goes in to uh, study the uh, the hood <laughs> culture. I think this is in the beginning of the movie. It's kind of funny. It's a fa fascinating world, sir. <clears throat> All right. Um, <laughs> here's more. I think this is England here too. Uh, this is what happens when you put illegals in barracks. Right? They have had this huge problem now in the UK uh, for a long time, of course, but it's just accelerated. Uh, over the last couple of years, with just like an endless amount of, of people flooding over the, the canal uh, from the French side over to the English side. 
Uh, and of course, the, the the government there are putting out uh, putting up a lot of these people uh, in uh, hotels and things, even even like very fine hotels. Uh, in some regards, well, we've shown you reports where white working, uh, well, they, maybe they don't have jobs even, but they're homeless, white homeless people uh, are sleeping on the streets outside in like uh, South Sea, Blackpool, some of these places, and uh, getting no help essentially from, from the state and the government while they're importing, importing tens of thousands of people that they actually put up in hotels. This is, this is not a luxury hotel here. There's This is barracks, right? But just to show you also that they let them in and then they just destroy and ruin everything. Check this video out here. Is that Afghan? I'm a Britannia, bro. Pakistani? What, what language is that? I'm a Britannia, I'm a Britannia, I heard that. I'm a Britannia, 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 I'm a like a specific accent, I haven't heard too many times. <clears throat> yeah, anyway. It goes on for a little bit here, but yeah. Oh, yeah, they're burning something. They burned some of the residences or barracks where they're presumably, I, I think, living, where they've taken up some of these uh, illegals. Here's the trash on the outside. It's fascinating how, how, how all the conditions that they supposedly are free, fleeing from in their own countries are then, of course, almost, almost immediately uh, recreated. It's almost like that there's some kind of... I don't know, is this a behavior tied to certain uh, groups? Call me crazy, but uh, that's that's what it looks like. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so, of course. <sighs> we got to try to... <laughs> we got to try to fix this uh, in the UK, right? No, in this case, it was, you know, fires and things. But, you know, hear me out, right? They've had a big problem with violence in the UK. Uh, and since the guns are already... Uh, outlawed. There, there, there are guns, of course, in the UK, right? But um, then uh, they turn to knives. And we've seen these kinds of uh, suggestions in the past as well that uh, certain types of knives have been removed from the shelves. They're not selling these anymore. You're not allowed to have them, etc. Well, now the Daily Mail reports that kitchen knives will be able to be seized from homes under crackdown on dangerous weapons. Not sure what the mechanics of this will look like to be honest i didn't i just saw the headline i didn't actually go through the article if there's any more details of this but ministers will consult police forces on giving them extra powers to seize knives isn't that fascinating that whatever the, you know so in the u.s the debate is like well we have to ban the guns right that that's the okay someone shot up unless it's a white person shooting then um well a white straight person i guess i should clarify and non uh, 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 cross-dresser, then most of the times it's, of course, well, we have to stop these white people, we have to stop these white supremacists. Uh, but whenever there's someone who they don't uh, kind of view the same in that way, not, they don't view as as disfavorable, then it's, well, we have to ban the guns, see? 
Either we have to ban white people or we have to ban the guns. That flip-flopped. It goes back and forth, right, depending on who the, who the shooter is. <clears throat> What's fascinating when we study a place like the UK, then, is, of course, that immediately it goes to, unless you actually can get your hands on guns, again, which does happen. Same thing happens in Sweden, right? We have, we have the highest... Um, I think the highest murder rate in Europe right now, I could be, maybe it's off with another region or something, but I, th I think it is. But we definitely have the most like shootings uh, if you adjust for population uh, in, in Sweden right now, because of course all these immigrant gangs and the gang ri rivalries as we import uh, these tribes and uh, these groups and third world into our country, uh, it's, it's being completely destabilized and it's just out of control, all these shootings, right? So even in a country where it's very hard to get your hands on weapons, these groups still get hands on their weapons so then it doesn't matter but in the uk you have to of course go for the next thing well then we have to go for the knives oh well more people are using bricks to beat uh, a massive beat up by bricks Let, let's ban all the bricks at what point do you start talking about the people doing it as opposed to the instrument that they're using right Kitchen knives could be seized from the homes of suspected criminals under a proposed home office plan. So it's also, note, suspected. So it's not actually those that have been convicted. Let's say they have a prior record or something like that, right? <clears throat> so which means, of course, you know what that means? That means they'll go and get uh, Mark Collett's knives immediately. <laughs> no bread knives for you, Mark. Police will be consulted by ministers to allow them extra powers to seize, retain, destroy bladed articles, keep in private even if the knives are not on the home office banned list of weapons. Fascinating how that works. So in order to keep multi keep, keep the lie of multiculturalism, so-called, going, uh, they have to resort to extraordinary measures to try to keep that in place. It's very simple. Another thing you can look at, is simply just the demographic breakdown of the of, of the country, right? Well, what has changed? Did, did did Britain have this issue before, or or is it or is it new? Is it a new phenomenon? What what what? what and it, this is the first thing you kind of look at, right? The first thing you look at, uh, like, well, what has changed? Did something change? If if you get a different outcome, a different results, well, did something in the environment change? You know. If you get sick, of course, you look, well, what did you do differently? Did you eat something new? Did you go somewhere new? You know, things like this, right? In this case, of course, we're having a, a change in the population. We're getting a new population into these areas. Here's the ethnic demograph demography rather, uh, of the United Kingdom from 1951 to 2011. And even in those <laughs> 12 years that's gone by in 2011, by the way, it's, it's significantly worse as well. But from virtually 100% white in 1951 to uh, just 82.8% in 2011. That's probably, what is that, 75 now? What is that? Maybe someone has the latest on that. At, at, what, at what point do you begin to looking at that as opposed to just, well, it's it's time to ban the knives, folks. Uh, this is the knives problem, right? <laughs> it is insane. Uh, oh, I can't open that. That's a shame. Let me see if I can. Hang on here, guys. Let's see if I can. I should be able to open that link. Let me see here. Can we? No, I have to open. That's too bad. Okay. <clears throat> what was that post? It was, uh, I think it was the follow-up in terms of what's happening in other European countries. I'll return to that in a moment if I can open that here. Uh, I don't have Telegram on this on this uh, machine here. Uh, this is a good post here too, this one. Um, Pox Populi says, uh, We were never asked is a great theme, or meme rather. That's, of course, the uh, uh, the... 
Laura Towler, uh, Mark Collett kind of popularized that with, with a patriarchal alternative. Uh, Box says, the, the funny thing is, we were asked, and time and time again, we said, no, thank you, we do not want this. So, the, the, so really, the meme would be, we were asked and we said no. Uh, here's some, uh, some stats on that, too, that you can check out. EU countries, including Ireland, should take in more refugees. Agree, disagree, don't know. Agree, 35%. Disagree, 53%. There you have it. Age breakdown. Yeah, look at that, too. That's interesting. Uh, gender breakdown, slightly more in the male category, of course, right? Um, so we were, they, the British people were asked. Fascinating. Isn't that, uh, isn't that interesting how that works? <laughs> but of course, will they listen? No. You'd think like, well, the only, what you simply could do, what you simply could do is just have a, a, a referendum, right? A vote. Just ask people, well, is this, is it what you want? Yes? No. How, how, uh, how hard is this, right? Let me see if I can find that. Let me check the that Telegram post real quick. See if it's worth to, to read that. Which one was it? Oh yeah, perpetual asylum. Let me let me read this. This is from it's from White Papers, good Telegram channel uh, that you should follow. Uh, they don't have enough uh, followers on their Telegram channel. Channel they, they post a lot of uh, good things that break down situations, especially in Europe. But but you know overall. Um, from a, a pro-European perspective, of course, perpetual asylum. There are now more than 160,000 asylum applications in the home offices backlogs. We're in the UK again here. And the problem continues to get worse. This is a 60% year-on-year increase in the backlog at a time when asylum seekers are no longer a niche group. Asylum seekers once made up less than 5% of all immigrants to the UK. Now they are 20% of the incoming immigrant population. And that share, of course, obviously, continues to grow as well. Let me pull up the stats for you once more here while I read the rest. At the moment, the, the British taxpayer is footing a whopping 40... Uh, what is it? Okay, yeah, 40 pounds and 85 uh, pence, right? Is it pence? Per migrant per week or shilling. Is it shilling? I forget <laughs> the difference. Anyway, um, per night, per migrant per week for just the six, 160,000 migrants in the backlog, that is 400 million pounds annually. Another 50,000 migrants are being housed in hotels, as I said, across Britain, costing the British taxpayer uh, a whopping six million pounds per day. And this has led the Home Office to request an additional two billion in funding. So of course it is. Of course they do they, they do that. They love to do that way, right? Like let's create the crisis or with this office is necessary, this ministry is necessary, uh, this branch of government is necessary. Look at how much work we have, you know, blah, blah, blah. Look at the big problems. We have to have more funding. And they're going to have their they're going to have their boat payments, you know, taken care of, folks. There's not going to be a shortage of work for them, right? We have, we have to we have to expand. We have to bring more people aboard. Higher salaries for the CEOs of these uh, departments. With OBR not OBR not projecting permanent immigration to average two hundred and fifty thousand a year, up from a projection of one hundred twenty nine thousand just a year ago. That's almost that's almost that's doubled. That's basically doubled since a year ago. The native British needs to rapidly change course. It's time to abandon the Conservative Party, white papers say here, which is governed for nearly 13 years and look at an 
alternative, a patriotic alternative. Good, uh, good conclusion there. All right. Yep, that's right. Order of chaos. Order out of chaos. You have to create the chaos so that you can come in as the savior, readjust society, reformulate society, remold it into your image. And then, of course, usually it's more money. Of course, not is that, but it's also more more control, right? More survey. Well, we'll keep you safe. It's kind of like when Lagarde talked about the economic situation, right? He, she was fooled by these uh, two Russian pranksters. That we played the video a couple of times. Uh, why don't they want to be controlled, right? They, I think he plays like he's Zelensky or something, and she was like, "Well, you know, they 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 love they love the digital euro. Just ask the Dutch and the Germans. Oh, really? Do they know?" Uh, Lagarde says, right, head of the European Central Bank. Um. Uh, what, was, what was my point with this? She goes on. That's right. She goes on to say how dangerous it is. That's that's right. She goes on to say how dangerous uh, it is that we can't uh, uh, that you, that you can you have cash, right? Because all the terrorism, uh, the the big terrorist attack we saw in France, right, at the nightclub, the the concert that was shot up. Uh, what was it uh, Death Medals of Eagles or what, what, Death Metal Eagles, whatever they were called, the band playing, famous uh, thing from from many years, a few, few years ago now. And it was like, well, maybe, maybe you shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't have brought in the migrants. Have you thought about that? Maybe that's, maybe, maybe the answer is not to have a totalitarian, absolutely insane, uh, overreach, economic, digital, you know, euro type system where every transaction will be mapped and followed and traced and where you can program the money. But maybe the answer is to repatriate some of the people that are causing their terrorism, you know, but, but they'll never ask those kinds of questions. Obviously they won't, right? Uh, all right. Here's another one. You might have seen this going around, but it's this, this idea. Well, well, she said the N-word. So you can do what, whatever violence you want, you can now subject uh, uh, that person to, right? That's, that's basically the argument here, right? Um, also a viral video, 5.4 million views. Uh, the woman said the N-word, therefore any and all level of violence is okay. And uh, Frank here. Uh, publishing this is what I find interesting about this viral video is that the man who's black lets the beatdown happen. He chooses racial allegiance over friendship. We see similar sighting during national flare-ups. Tribalism, tribalism is more often powerful than either friendship or civic nationalism. I'll play a little bit of this video here. It's kind of painful. Was a nigger. Oh, oh, she she was a nigger oh, she did. For real? Yeah, yeah, she did. Bitch, you She did. She did. She did. I don't want to hear you. She did. She called us a nigger. I don't care. She definitely. She definitely called us a nigger. She definitely. She definitely did. It's a say. Oh well. Okay. Well, you know. Let's not like kind of. Well, I don't care about that. You have to sort that out. No, it's just. Well, she's. She said this word. You see. So. And he's like, oh, are you sure? Really? Is that because <laughs> if she did, I have to, I have to back up. I have to let my friend be beaten up. That's gonna, that's the attitude here. To me and your kind, it's you insane. And the anti-whites, they loved this. They even put a, um, like a. <clears throat> first of all, shows that they don't know what a golden ratio is, but they put that, you know. It's become kind of a funny meme, right? But the, like a golden ratio over her, the black woman beating up this white woman here because it was just so glorious that she, well, she said the N word, so anything goes. Uh, you can do whatever you want. I don't give a Do not say sorry at this situation. Say it again! 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 Say it again!
best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Yep. There we go. And it's like, I don't care what you said. You know what I mean? Uh, and and someone, well, we have it on tape, you know, kind of thing. Oh, okay, well, okay, well, that's it then, you know, kind of thing. Like these people don't call <laughs> call us names or other names. It's just so. Oh, it's the pa- the past, you know. What I mean, and then it's oh well, anything is anything is out. Anything is okay. You can do whatever the hell you want. That's point. Uh, all right, couple of these here. This is more uh, crazy stuff, but it's just to show you how the, the just the the degradation of the situation. It just it's just collapsing essentially. It's just it's just falling apart. Every other day, there's more of these kinds of videos. The good news following these kinds of things. Uh, is of course that more people uh, who are white will will wake up to this and really realize that, and they're going to um, find allegiance and support with and among uh, their racial group, and they'll develop their white identity, their European identity, uh, which is which is ultimately it's a very hard and painful way to learn, but that's that's what it is. It, it's showing that this uh, multiracial utopia that they were promising us. Uh, isn't isn't solvable, and of course the leftists will come back. Well, that's just because you have all these white. If you just exterminate all the white racists, you see, then it will work. And of course we've seen that not working as well because we we're talking about that idea of the tribal allegiances now too. It's like no, it doesn't matter. Eventually, then it's the Mexicans against the blacks, and then it's the Mexicans against the Indians, and then it's the Indians against the Pakis, and you know Muslims against uh, you know Jews or whatever. You know, it just it never stops, right? But here's a here's a rare one. I didn't expect this one. Um, target security guard punches woman in the face after she demands reparations. A little bit of a different uh, twist to this one here. Surveillance footage from a Blue Ash, Ohio target appears to show a moment a loss uh, moment a loss prevention officer punched a woman in the face after she reportedly stated started an altercation while demanding reparations. 37-year-old Karen Ivory compared herself to civil rights icon Rosa Parks after accosting a target manager, ultimately leading to a loss uh, prevention officer allegedly punching her in the face. This is my Rosa Parks moment, Ivory reportedly told officers after the October 2022 incident at a Target store. According to police report, Ivory asked the Target cashier to speak with the manager about reparations while she was trying to pay for her $1,000 grocery bill. Once the manager arrived, Ivory continued her demands for reparations before becoming upset and aggressively walking towards the manager. Let's uh, check out the video here. Uh, our, uh, I think our security teammates. Okay, and who hit him? Uh, they guessed that he turned the other According to the manager's statement, 
A cashier called over the manager where the suspect was kind of whispering, asking her to make reparations regarding her groceries of Making over a thousand dollars. Make reparations, bitch. The manager told the suspect that if she wanted a donation, she needed to call is this, him. Is this a Daily Callers, uh, the epic uh, music on top of this here? In the morning. This response led the suspect to become verbally aggressive, screaming, and forcing the manager to back into the cafe counter. A security staff member intervened and told the suspect to calm down before the suspect began backing him into the security office while screaming. Inside the office, the security staff member punched the suspect in self-defense and then called the police. <clears throat> All right. There you go. So, you know, if you're cornered, uh, I would just assume the though, security staff member punched the that uh, he would still end up in trouble there. You've, I'm fascinated with those cases, with a few cases, with a few times where white people apparently are allowed to defend themselves for some reason. Maybe it's just because it's like Target is, is it, was it a Target story? Yeah. Maybe it's something to do with that. I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, <clears throat> some people at these uh, uh, big, uh, you know, home, home fixing box stores, whatever you call them in, in the U.S., are not as lucky. Uh, here's a Home Depot uh, worker, 26, shot and killed trying to stop shoplifting couple from stealing phone charger. Suspect, suspect fled the scene with a two-year-old child in car. <clears throat> here's the man who died. Uh, Naps, I think it is. Dave, no, David Gil, Gilroy, that's the uh, girlfriend here, Benicia Naps, that was... Uh, uh, they were slated to get married, I believe, the article said, in, uh, in August. And obviously that won't happen. And here is the perpetrators of this. Is it really, is it worth defending? Like, I told, you just have to just, if you have to work there, like, you just, you can't, you can't stand up. You, you can't do anything like that. You know what I mean? I'm surprised the Target store turned out the way it did. Uh, that he didn't end up in trouble. She was actually charged, right? They looked at the video evidence and stuff like, stuff like that. Uh, but no, uh, here, here we go. Uh, another tragedy. Young, uh, younger white guy here. Uh, Moths and Sling Siligman. What is that what it is? Moose. That's a two different names here. My, met while they were both volunteering with the Boy Scouts. They were set to be married on August 12th of this year. Uh, that is not going to happen. Very sad. Very sad. Um... Here's some other stuff in regards to how insane the anti-white climate is now, too. I mean, it's 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 just completely out of control, right? Uh, but then if it, it's this, it's how academia still deals with this. Uh, it's the, the cultural kind of discourse, what you see on TV shows and media, like continue to perpetuate this lie that it's like, basically, it's white people's fault, right? Whatever issue you have, it's basically white people's fault. Uh, here's one, right? Going after, sure, granted, wealthy white men, but, you know, who's going to make the term determination at that point of, of whether you're wealthy or not if you end up in a situation? No, the, the hip th and cool thing to do uh, is just to blame white people, right? White, wealthy white men most likely to reportedly violate the rights of others. This is a University of Texas psych quiz uh, that that was one of the correct answers on, apparently. Professor Kirsten Bradbury, now backtracking on questions, she says was too stale to use. 
A University of Texas psychology professor is apologizing to her students after including a question on a quiz that stated wealthy white men are most likely to repeatedly violate the rights of others. Yeah, is that what we've uh, seen here today so far? I don't know. The quiz was part of a Professor Kirsten Bradbury's personality psychology course and asked students which demographics is the most likely to be diagnosed with antisocial personalities disorder. After stipulating the disease itself is a racist diagnosis in the way that it has been applied, Bradbury's quiz star stated, neither race nor gender is determinative in antisocial personality disorder. However, if we must go there, which socio sociodemographic group is most likely to repeatedly violate the rights of others in a pattern of behavior that includes violence, deceit, irresponsibility, and lack of remorse? The answer, wealthy, wealthy, I guess we should say, white men. Here's the, uh, here's the actual question for you right there. Absolutely crazy, huh? This is insane, totally insane. Yeah, I think some people have issues over an odyssey. I think Rumble is up and running, should be fine. Uh, we should live streaming to uh, Kick today as well. We'll see how long that lasts. Kick, Kick.com slash Red Ice TV, I think it is. Uh, find us over there too. Uh, Lars Augebeck with an ass says, Mama Ho, cats, N word spell. You are immobilized for the next 10 rounds. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need some uh, some magical spells, huh, Lars? Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, <clears throat> now, this is, this is another, another layer to this, too, here. This is fascinating. I think Canada is struggling with this issue, too. After FBI busts Chinese police station in New York City, six more have been exposed in the U.S. It, it means they're opening to borders, uh, opening the borders to the U.S., importing people from different parts of the world, different third world countries, second world countries, even first world countries in some cases. And then they go on and set up all the same things that they had in their countries. In some cases, of course, like this, it's too, so it's a way for the state, the CCP, essentially, or, or the Chinese authorities to still spy on Chinese citizens in the U.S. The FBI helped shut down a clandestine Chinese police station in Manhattan after the arrest of two alleged operatives earlier this week. But the Post is told that there are several more of these illegal organizations scattered across the U.S. In addition to Chinese police station above a noodle restaurant in a Manhattan's Chinatown, in Manhattan's Chinatown, there is another station at an undisclosed address in New York City, as well as an outpost in Los Angeles, according to a new report by Safeguard Defenders. The Madrid-based human rights group initially published a report last year detailing 100 clandestine Chinese police stations around the world. In addition to L.A. and New York, the nonprofit has found so-called overseas service stations in San Francisco and Houston, as well as cities in Nebraska and Minnesota. These law enforcement organizations operated by the Chinese Communist Party are tasked with spying on Chinese nationals around the world. We have found you, and usually, of course, it's actually Chinese people that are working on behalf of already the Chinese Communist Party. And it's not like, oh, well, what about, you know, I, I know about all the other situations too, right? You take the Shomrim, right, in New York and LA. This is like a, a an Israeli Jewish, uh, you know, like an, a law enforcement arm, essentially. They have their own security that cooperates with the local police and things like that. Uh, where some of the other examples, there's other, there's other things like that. 
well, Sharia courts and things like that, right? They, they deal internally with their own legal issues. They are set up in the UK. They're set up in uh, all over Western Europe, Northern and Western Europe. So this is not like a, you know, isolated phenomena. This keeps happening. Uh, they keep doing these kinds of things, and and they're basically skirting our system and stuff like that. And again, I'm not one of these like, well, just you know, as long as they just adhere to our laws, and you know, it's fine if they leave. It's legal. Blah blah blah. No, if you're gonna do shit like this, get out. Like I, I've just I've lost patience for this bullshit. I'm done. These people just need to leave. If they want to set up their own country in our countries, well, you can leave. And, and even if they, as I said, even if they didn't, I'm 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 done. <laughs> it's like you've overstayed your welcome. You will you you're you're welcome to to go right back home. You can have your your own police stations there. You can have your Sharia uh, court systems. You can have your uh, Shumrim Noahide law enforcement arm or whatever the hell it is you want. Done. We found at least four listed in the U.S. by PRC, the People's Republic of China, public security authorities, plus flagged an additional four overseas Chinese service centers in the U.S. set up by the UFWD networks. Not sure what that stands for. Do they clarify? Uh, responsible for manning the stations, a spokeswoman uh, for safeguard defenders told the Post Tuesday. Anyway, there's a alleged map of the uh, of the thing here. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely fucking insane. We're being flooded. Getting to the solution here soon, folks. Too. So don't. don't I, I'm not. I just want to black pill you, but we have to show you just how how bad of a state we are in as a civilization. It, it it's collapsing. It's coming apart at the seams. Uh, things are disintegrating. Uh, someone had this meme, right? Famous painting. I forget which one it is now. The fall of Rome, or what is it? Fall of civilization. What is it called again? <clears throat> With some snarky. Sh- sh- leftist overlaid okay oh sure but how does this affect you personally i think this was in regards to why women aren't having children right there there are many women in the western world are going childless and then women are and leftists are upset that there are people like well this is obviously a problem we have to do something about this and it's like, well, it's it's my concern because it's leading to the collapse of civilization. One who did this to us, why is it that we've been throughout history been able to upkeep our civilization and be able to produce our own people? We don't have to import it, even if that's a, a dumb and gay excuse. And all of a sudden that just changes. Well, it's because we have people, they want us to go away. They want us to be first a minority and then a hated and targeted minority. And then preferably, if they get their way, they wanted to um, get us off the stage of, of mankind permanently. Obviously, we're not going to let that happen, but uh, you know what I'm saying. So uh, in the U.S., we have this upcoming end uh, of Title 42 that allegedly, supposedly, I'm not even sure I buy that that much, but supposedly uh, it kept immigration at bay at least a little bit for some time. There's still been, as far as I know, a, a big problem, of course, with people entering the southern U.S. border illegally, going over the border. Um, so Mallorca's here, Secretary Mayor Honorable, the Honorable Mallorca's, says that he respectfully disagrees with his own Border Patrol chief's testimony on the crisis over the waves of migrants that have been pouring over the border. Of course. Homeland Security DHS Secretary 
and Honorable Alejandro Mallorcas said Wednesday that he respectfully disagrees with Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz testimony about the U.S.-Mexican border security situation. Ortiz testified during a March hearing in McAllen, Texas, that five of nine southwestern border sectors were experiencing a high level of flow that we've seen previously. With Republican Mississippi Representative Michael Guest interpreting him to mean that those sectors were not currently secure. Yeah, can you imagine? And of course, uh, I respectfully do in that regard, Marquez responded, he disagrees. He has repeatedly claimed that the border is secure. <laughs> and it was a, let me play that clip actually. Uh, he he admits that they don't have operational control of the border during a hearing. Um, this, by the way, the Title 42 is set to end May 11th. So we're a little bit less than a month away from this here, right? And so people are, we don't know, but how they come up with some of these numbers, but it was like, oh, we're expecting, you know, was it 40,000, was it a month or something? Or maybe it was even more, it was, it was some ridiculous. I can't, I, I can't even tell, it was like legally the U.S. importing basically a massive city each year, like a million people legally. Illegally, it's probably even more than that, right? Who knows? Uh, but anyway, listen to what he said here, uh, weasel words, right? I use a lens of reasonableness in defining operational control. Are we? Let me go back there because it was a bit low. Let me turn that up for you. A, a lens of reasonableness. I use a lens of reasonableness in defining operational control. Are we maximizing the resources that we have to deliver the most effective results? And under that definition, we are doing so very much to gain operational control. We're doing it very much to gain <clears throat> operational control effectively admitting that you do not have operational control. Otherwise, why would you need to gain operational control? Weasel words. That's what they, uh, that's what they have. <laughs> it's, that's always the same. Just uh, bring in Frank Luntz and we'll just kind of rework the, those words a little bit. So we can, we don't, technically we're not lying, but people will have a hard time actually comprehending uh, kind of what's being said unless you like, listen carefully, break it down, stop, maybe listen twice. You know what I mean? That's how they do it. Uh, God damn it. Uh, Ryan, Triple G says, uh, HH, uh, presumably, uh, hey, Hendrik. Hmm? Maybe that one? Thank you. Appreciate that. The uh, 1488 donor. Appreciate that. Thank you, Ryan. That's uh, very uh, kind of you. Even Japan, even beautiful, uh, precious Japan, <laughs> right, who've that have remained demographically reasonably demographically pure for a long time. They've been they've been, they've been holding out, right? Yes, they have issues and problems and the economy, and we're gonna have robots. And yes, they have suicide out of control, kind of like some Nordic countries used to have things like this, right? <clears throat> it's not a perfect system. There's problems, empty materialism, kind of sometimes it's it's a it's a weird. It could be a, a weird seedy underbelly in places like Japan, right, with all their perverted hentai stuff. And not not that everyone in the population are doing these things, but so yes, sure, they have their problems. But it was their problems, damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so now you get articles from like Council of Foreign Relations, like in the wake of Fukushima. Well, well, this is the, now we can open the borders of Japan, you know, kind of thing. Whatever crisis occurs in Japan, it's always like, well, they they have to take in migrants. Well, that's it. They have a, they're an aging population. I'm, at some point, I'm sure they're, unless they, they fully fold 
to Western uh, run global homo antics. Uh, they'll probably, uh, if they, if we get that far, civilizationally speaking, build robots or something to help, you know, take care of shit, right? I mean, apparently we're, well, it, this is so weird, right? Everyone's talking about the future and we've, you know, we've d done quite a bit of segments on, on like the, 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 the dangers of AI and stuff. And even those that are in this field, like Sam Altman and Musk and all these people talking about this, they know that it will displace like millions of jobs and it will replace people and, and you know, yes, that's bad, you know, kind of thing in a way. And, and, and barring AI being the specific technology that it is, putting that to the side for a moment, the reality is we 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 do not stop technologically. We we will just advance. We will do these things. If there's a uh, easier, quicker, cheaper way to do something, we generally do that. And that's probably what's going to happen with AI. And then it's going to you know amass control and then will kill us. But you know we'll we'll talk about that later. Not in this show, but you know when we get there, we we cross that bridge when we get there. But uh, regardless. The progress that they promise us technologically would, of course, solve a lot of the issues that they claim we had to import migrants for. Like, well, who's going to take care of us when we're older? Well, maybe the the uh, chatbots that now have gotten a, a, a you know wetware combined with the cybernetic body can uh, can uh, help to uh, I don't know whatever put put grandma to bed if if the family can't just can't have her around and help out you know or something like that, right? Anyway, man, I'm being long-winded here. Check out, check out this clip here. Here's uh, Japan <clears throat> getting uh, culturally enriched. Say that again. You fucking motherfucker. Is that a knife there? I'm not sure. Or is it just a slap? I'm a little uncertain. There's one video version, right? Now check out the other one here. This is an account that is pu pushing the oppy stuff, right? Like defending, you know, Asians kind of thing. Nice try. <laughs> Arab Frenchman. <laughs> Arab Frenchman. There is no such thing, okay? <laughs> nice try, <laughs> weasel. <clears throat> it's It's an Arab. It's not a. It's an Arab, maybe that happens to live in France, but oh, let's conflate, you know, citizenship with ethnicity or whatever passport you happen to hold, right? Yeah, Arab Frenchman wanted by Japanese police for assaulting woman in Tokyo. It's fascinating how how soon as they come in, boom, <clears throat> problems, issues. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what people are doing. And I discourage this in a way. Well, in a way, I just fully. Is that they're fleeing to other parts of the world. Initially, this is understandable. But at the end of the day, this global just like mix up shit that's happening right now. Is one of the most painful things to witness and watch, right? Actually seeing the wonderful diverse racial ethnic makeup which of course then includes cultural uh, makeup history tradition heritage things that are tied to those various different ethnic groups being shuffled around on the planet without you know without any any issue essentially there's issues of course coming in the wake of that but i'm saying from the point of view of like you can now put put yourself your ass on an airplane and be anywhere in the world within 24 hours right that's that's new we didn't used to have it that way 
<clears throat> so here's a couple from the Netherlands, a Dutch couple. Uh, they're going to El Salvador. Now, there's a there's an interesting reason why that's happening, but I still but I still think that's this this that is not the way, right? Uh, anyway, this uh, Twitter account here that seems to be uh, encouraging this um, that has the subline here, get residency and open businesses in El Salvador. The plan is simple. As the world falls into tyranny, we create a haven for freedom. Nayubi Bukele, I think it is. It's the, uh, the guy who's heading up there right now. Today, we welcome Paul and Connie from the Netherlands, a marine engineer by trade, right? You see how... Uh, of course, we we're we're outsourcing right uh, everything. Of course, other parts of the world, and maybe there aren't even these kinds of jobs now in the West or many of these countries. Of course, which is another problem, but whatever it is, what it is. <clears throat> but of course, we're we're importing all the brain surgeons and the engineers, right? As the actual engineers are leaving our countries. Look, this is just one example. I'm not saying everyone is doing this, but you could see that these things. At some point, there's going to be various countries, perhaps. And El Salvador is now one of them. They're looking honestly, correctly at the situation, saying, "Shit's falling apart. We can benefit from that. We can literally invite these people in and get, uh, you know, brain power. Essentially, um, maybe not for free, but you know, these many of these people or will be industrious. They will, uh, you know, not not go on welfare. They'll actually take care of themselves. Maybe that's as the Twitter account said, open a, open a business there, make money ultimately for El Salvador. Paul loves fixing all kinds of things, including big town clocks. Maybe that's what they needed then. Huh? They have a big clock there in El Salvador. They import the Dutch. <laughs> we need a clock fixed right now. <clears throat> and all you need to taste Connie's bread. She's becoming a local celebrity baker. Welcome to El Salvador, guys. And here's the... Uh, is that the uh, is that their citizen, permanent citizen or residency card or something like that? And um, James Kirkpat Kirkpatrick here on uh, Vida, good account by the way. Make sure you follow him uh, on Twitter. This is pretty significant that Naibi Bukele, if that's how I pronounce his name now, that's the that's the guy, uh, is openly advertising El Salvador as an escape from the collapse of the post-Western world as American cities become crime-ridden hellscapes. And it's this case, of course, it's a you know similar situation in Holland. Maybe not as bad in some areas, but you know, oh, of course, there's areas in the U.S. where things are still fine. You know what I mean? But it's it's expanding. It's growing like a virus. I think many productive people will take him up on the offer to live in a civilized country. There was some we didn't play it at the time. I think his profile pic is from one of these events. They you know he he was oh yeah he even has the 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 Twitter banner that they they lined up all these. Uh, uh, police officers. I don't think this was mil or maybe this is military. I forget of him, like you know, kind of cracking down on crime and all these things, right? Uh, but so some people said in the comments too, like, do you know how easy it would be for like the CIA to do a gay op in one of these countries and just oust him like they've done a thousand times before and put some banana in in, in charge, uh, you know, kind of thing? Yeah, I don't know. Is he setting up a safeguards to make sure his rule is sustainable, uh, sustainable long-term? CIA is no stranger to overthrowing governments in its hemisphere. Yeah, that's right. Um, I understand the impulse. I just don't think this is a way. You know what I mean? And I'll get to why. Maybe, I, maybe Let me show that now. Did I move that down? 
No, actually, we could show... Yeah, no, let's show that now, and then we could play... Yeah, we still have a little time. We could play the Daily Wire clip there, too. It's all in the same way vein of, like, you know, the, da the Daily Wires are approaching these kinds of things. You know, they're talking about uh, uh, black crime statistics now and, you know, standing up for whites and stuff. But oh, that's... Granted, that's good, but there's still this kind of... There's still a fallback here, which is like, well, we, you know, MLK, you know, duh, you know, kind of thing. And 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 my argument is that's it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Speaking of the in inventiveness, this is what I could show before we, um, before I read you a very 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 nice tweet from a older Southern gentleman in the U.S. Uh, recorded to Shane, got to have him back on the show. He said, "Everything whites achieved: industrial revolution, Newtonian science, Enlightenment invention of all disciplines of knowledge." Discovery, mapping of the world, 97 to 98% of the greatest philosophers, artists, scientists, novelists, architects, all of this, white people, us, of European descent, achieved with zero diversity. <laughs> Suck on that. Someone link this one up. I think it's Charles Murray, right? 97% of all generally agreed major historical accomplishments in the arts and sciences are since the 14th century made by male born males born in an area of northern europe italy technically not northern europe right but you know no, no northern italy that's imported from from italy right <laughs> imported from sorry from scandinavia essentially immigrant groups but anyway that's interesting <clears throat> Of course, I'm very, very sad that that Sweden is not on that uh, on that list. Uh, let me see if I can find another graph for you here too. But that's isn't that fascinating? <laughs> fascinating how that how that works. Yeah, here's a European map of patents. Look at this. Um, similarly, in that vein, number of patent applications to the European Patent Office per one million people on a five-year average. I'm going to suck on this for a while here, too. The legend here, right? Everything in green is 300 plus uh, per 1 million people uh, on, on a five-year average. And there you can say, there's Sweden, there's Sweden and Finland is in included as well. <laughs> of course it is. Of course. We're the best. Smartest. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's, that's, it's generally that same area again. Isn't that fascinating? And of course, every just because it's a patent doesn't mean it's a good thing uh, every time. But but it's 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 a measurement of the inventiveness and the intense intellectual activity of a certain geographical era area of our of our globe. And do you do you understand now that if you if you remove this population? If you take that away, if you replace them, if you if you exchange them with non-European and specifically non-Northern Western Europeans, you you lose you lose that you lose that, and it will be lost for it can never be turned back. Right? And this is why we're going to have to secure our own homelands and a future for our children. That's that's really that's really how ba that's really how basic this is. Right. So let me read this for you here. <clears throat> yeah, it was a missing issue with chat, I guess. Anyway, all right, on Odyssey. Um, let me read you this here. This is a Jack Cameron, right? Or Texan Jack on uh, Twitter. Uh, looks like a good account. I just followed that too. 
It's a perfect way of summarizing the, the situation, I think, here. There's an elderly black barber who I see every week for a trim. And whenever I do, he'll make some joke like, Run away, Yankees. Bobby Lee is here. And he calls me general more often than he does plain Jack. He has 10 years on me, loves the South, and wants nothing to do with BLM. Provided no one else is in the shop when I arrive, he'll even concede that desegregation was a mistake. His was the last generation of blacks with whom we could have lived amicably. He wanted a job to be able to look after his wife and raise his kids. That was the only demand he'd make from society. The new generations haven't known a day of real suffering in their lives, but they're filled with the kinds of burning resentment only former slaves should hold for their oppressors. The time for indecision is over. We must go our own way. We must persuade enough whites to do likewise. Each one of you must make it your personal mission to convince 10 others of this immutable truth. We want nothing from those with whom we seek to separate. We wish them no ill will. I hope they take a piece of what once was the United States and make from it a decent homeland for themselves. But that cannot be the same homeland as ours. I blocked a white man on Twitter who asked me via PM, a private message, I assume DM, that if war erupted between the US and Russia, whether I would consent to him coming to my ranch with his black wife. I didn't do this out of spite, right, or do this from spite, blocking him. Merely resolve, we cannot compromise over the need for a white homeland. If we allow sentiment to triumph over reason, we will end up right back where we are now. We must find it within ourselves to cut away that portion of our heart which will prevent us from accomplishing our ultimate goal. Mercy must first be extended to our descendants and the legacy we must bequeath them. And I think that's it. It's it's not it's no it's not it's not for hatred of anybody. And this is of course where, what what our detractors and those who hate us will say, right? That I have we have hatred for other races and things like this. And I genuinely don't, you know. It, of course, if they the things that they do to us and our people that that causes rage, anger, even hatred. Uh, and that's fine. That's that's a human emotion. We have those for a reason. You can't outlaw, ban a human emotion, although they're trying to. Uh, but it's, it, it, I genuinely, it's back and forth. Some days I, just, I, I, I don't care. Like they can do whatever they want, kind of thing. But I think genuinely, when you're when you're not just upset about the situation, but actually think tactically about it, I think that generally the better they would do wherever they are in their homelands would be generally good for us too. Right. So it doesn't mean we have to pay for them or, or, or help them in every kind of capacity. We've, we've done more than enough. All the, all the aid that the Europe and West, the Western world have given all these other areas and stuff, the technologies, the information, the science, everything right, that we've shared when we're behind the majority of developments, like Ricardo Duchesne said. Right. But the worse their countries are off and the better ours are, the more incentive will be for them to, to get into ours, to, to, to have a slice of that cake kind of thing. And who knows, maybe, you know, in the long run here, sure, okay, maybe, I, look, I see doomsday down the line in, in terms of if we go too far with technology and let it run us, like the way that the, the establishment want it, want, it, uh, want it to, you know. But um, 
maybe there are things there you know that could help or whatever oh abundance we played a clip in the latest western warrior show of of uh grimes right elon musk's uh um former girlfriend they have two kids together it turns out i only thought it was one but there's two he named the kid x by the way speaking of we've talked about all the x stuff he's doing now his new ai project but anyway she, she talked about it. she's she's a communist right so she was like oh well ai will solve this it will basically be a venus project it will solve all these issues and and it will solve for abundance or within this abundance it just produce more and more and i was in, in costco the other day and i was like we at least in the u.s like there's not an abundance issue you know <laughs> it's just too much stuff it's we're too comfortable but regardless whatever whatever reason they just want more they need more stuff and you know safety and security. i get it right that's it's a human impulse to survive and it's so ingrained it's kind of the same pulse that drives people to just eat and eat and eat and eat they just cannot stop that impulse because we've lived through thousands of years of just so, such a need for so many for 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 just calories being being simplifying it we, we, the need for car- calories is so genetically ingrained in us that the few times that you came o- come over any form of abundance of it you took everything and all that you possibly could because it was so scarce otherwise right so 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 that those impulses are created as a survival mechanism obviously but now when it's abundance it's it's the it's the opposite way. Now the challenge is to, to try to control those kinds of impulses, right? And and realize that uh, that's not going to be good for you. You have to you have to control your own nature. You have to be the master of your house, so to speak, or your your temple, if you will. Um, and a lot of people are not. So so even even the need for like materialistic comfort, I understand all those things, although it hasn't been good for us. But it is what it is, right? We, we, we will be where we will be, technologically speaking, and we don't know what kind of crazy wonders we'll be able to do in the future if our civilization actually passes through this uh, period that we've been talking about right now, you know. But if they can have some technology, then fine. You know what I mean? That That's fine. At the end of the day, it's 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 us that we're concerned with and our survival. We wish them well. No, no problem. It's all fine, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but we're but we're done with this bullshit of extending uh, some kind of helping hand without being, you know, we well we were asked like the meme said, but without saying yes to it, right? We don't we don't want this anymore. Generally, people of European descent, we're we're, we're done with this, right? And more and more and more of us will begin to realize this. And just as as Jack Cameron says here, that's what we're going to have to work towards of creating our own tribes, our own community, our own neighborhoods, our own areas become leaders bring more people with you that's the that's the F, the goal right now is to inform and awaken as many people as possible to get them realizing this the necessity of that and it's not always quantity but at this time that's definitely what we need right more people good people people that know how to do stuff uh and and starting to create areas right zones if you will which is which is ours, <laughs> you know. What I mean, and that's that's really what it's about. And the more more chaotic things become out there, you know. What I mean, and maybe around you, if you're unfortunate to be in one of these areas, uh, the the less we're going to be able to live our lives like we would like to. And 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 you know, so you you might have to relocate. I'm, I'm not against that. Some people say, well, you, we shouldn't give up on the cities and get back in the cities and take it over again and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, no, you okay? If you want to do that, fine. Like I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. We can we can do something new. We can do we can do better, right? We can do something that actually works. Um. All right. Let me. Oh, do we have? Yeah, chat catched up a little bit here. Uh, Mr. Wright, thank you. There's no replenishing society by importing decline. That's right. Thank you, Mr. Wright. Um. 
Trucker Chris, the dono on Odyssey says, Hi, Henrik, it's already 420 in the in the fatherland. Well, there you go, exactly. There you go. Uh, congratulations, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Big H. Huh? So it's, isn't there usually some gay op in uh, on 420? There's been like, an, <laughs> like a mass shootings and things on. They love their 420 for some reason. Um, and then didn't the weed people take that over too? 420 is some code for like smoking weed or something. I don't know. I don't follow that shit. Thank you, uh, Trucker. Appreciate that. Night Nation Review says, uh, same here without a threat to what I love. I don't have hatred for them. But if they are actively destroying us, then those are the ones I hate. They have earned it without a, a without a hatred for that which seeks to destroy that which you love. The word is just a buzzword for hippies and fruitcakes. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Night Nation. Good to see you as well. So what do we have? We have a few more minutes. Which one should we take here? Which one should we take? We had uh, at this one. Maybe maybe it's better to save this one because it's a little bit off topic. Maybe we should play. Let's play the Daily Wire one actually, because again, it it, it speaks to how, despite the fact that the, you know Heather McDonald, which is the guest of Ben Shapiro in this clip here, is good and she's good on certain things. She just throughout the, the the expose and this is her this is her way of laying this out and stuff and like okay that's fine you know she's doing what she's doing but it's still this kind of re refusal a little bit to kind of say that like this is this is it, this is very very hard to to uh, to fix you know what i mean there's no there's no fixing this kind of thing so let's listen a little bit to this clip here. you'll see what i mean so why don't we start with obviously what's in the news today the media once again trotting out the narrative that black people in the United States are being routinely shot by white people. This is the story of Ralph Yarrell out of Kansas City, a tragic, horrifying story when a 16-year-old boy knocked on the wrong door and an 84-year-old white man shot him through the door. This immediately led to Ben Crump descending on the scene, which he always does, and Joe Biden calling up the Yarrell family and inviting the Yarrell family to the White House, presumably because the only crimes that matter to the White House and to the media are ones, very rare crimes, by the way, in which black people are victimized by white people. They do not care one iota when the statistically more common black on white crime happens or when or certainly not when Ooh. Well, that's true, isn't it? When black on black crime happens. Absolutely. It, it, it's look, it's good. It's good. It's it's fine. You know, what I mean, but uh, obviously we, we have our problems with with a Ben Shapiro. <clears throat> and again, they're pivoting because they're trying to get ahead of the, the, the trend here. But it's good that it's getting out. But it's it's the way that it's still that kind of safe it's safe to well you know uh, you know black and white crime is it's out of control and therefore the authorities are the, the the real racist because they don't care about you know black people you know kind of thing it's it's a safe they it, that can be true but it's also a, a very safe thing to say as opposed to focusing on the disproportionate uh, number of racial attacks uh, by blacks against whites right or or, or something to that effect um, but they're getting they're getting closer. Let, let's listen a bit. You'll see. Absolutely. Uh, here's the data of all interracial violence between blacks and whites on the one hand and whites and blacks on the other. Blacks commit 88 percent of it. Uh, so these are hor this is a horrible Maybe. shooting. Uh, the man should face some sort of criminal accountability. But it is not the way that black people die. Black people almost never die at the hands of whites. They die at the hands of other blacks. And the media doesn't give a damn about that. It doesn't give a damn about most black victims 
because it's not willing to talk about black criminals. And that's why we're not enforcing the law. If you want to understand what the heck is going on in our criminal justice system today, why aren't prosecutors prosecuting trespass, shoplifting, theft, looting, resisting arrest, which is probably the most appalling thing, trespass. It's all because were they to do so, they do have a disparate impact on blacks because blacks, sadly, and this is a difficult thing to talk about, but they commit crime at vastly higher rates than any other group. And we have decided that we would rather not enforce the law than enforce the law in a colorblind, neutral, constitutional matter and have a disparate impact on blacks. And the result of that is, of course, more black lives being lost. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, it's not that you can't have that concern or talk about that and say that. And that's fine because generally I don't, you know, unless they actively, you know, turn, uh, you know, against me, you know, well, you know, collectively, of course, you could argue that that's <laughs> there's a ramp up right now. But to, what am I saying? In a way, yes, they're being used by, by the system, right, in, in a rage campaign by media, those who control the media, by academia, the, the establishment, essentially, using that, right, to like go after uh, you know, wipe, direct your anger towards whites, your kind of thing. And that's, of course, creating a thing. But you know what I'm saying? It's like in a way they're they're, they're used, right? They're, they're, they're pawns. Doesn't mean they don't hold personal responsibility in this disproportion of black and white crime. But it's easy for a Ben Shapiro or even Heather McDonald to say, well, it's the, this, therefore the system is really racist because they don't care about these black lives. And I'm at the point where like, okay, that's, that's true. But I think you're missing the elephant in the room here, which is how white people are getting screwed over at every single turn. Do you see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? What you talk about when race trumps merit, which is the idea that we don't have the same expectations for everybody. We have to pretend that, that certain groups of people are just not held to the same standard. It's a race hustle, Ben, and the race hustle has to end. We have to stop caving in to these specious charges of racism and say, and we're saying that every standard is racist if it has a disparate impact on black, whether it's a meritocratic standard of academic achievement or whether it's a standard of behavior and criminal law. If that has a disparate impact on blacks, we're saying, oh, by definition, these are racist. Tear down the standards. Our standards are not racist, but the but the American public. And again, while that's true, you don't have to concern yourself. <laughs> you know why even. Okay, they call, they call you racist. Oh no, well they, they, I'm, you know, we're not, you know, kind of thing. And then we have to prove that we're not. You know, these they've lost the these people have done this to us. They, they've lost everything. They've lost credibility. They've stabbed us. Their, their their main demographic group in the back. They've sold us out. I'm talking about the establishment. Those running the universities. Those running media. All these things, right? They, they just summarized the establishment have have done this to us. And we don't have to hide from labels that they slap at us because they hold no moral high ground and we can't let them. Who cares what they call you? you again, Heather, genuinely, you might, yeah, I'm not saying, oh, therefore you have to be racist or something like that's fine. But but I'm saying do the behavior that's necessary for doing the things that are good for us. And if someone else calls you racist for that, who gives a shit? What, what does that matter? Every other racial group do these things naturally, innately. They, they stand up for themselves. They have in-group preference. The only one that's not allowed to do that is, of course, white people. And it's time that we say, fuck that shit. We're not doing that anymore and just don't care. <laughs> that's all That's all it is, in a way. In a way, it's a, a mental barrier we have to overcome. Again, don't get me wrong. I, I still think it's a good discussion. I'm, it's, a, it's a hell of a... Um, 
advancements on, on the discourse regarding these kinds of subjects, because I think even just two years ago, maybe three, maybe three you wouldn't see this on, on, on outlets such as this. Um, Matt Walsh, you know, talking about white interest and the well-being of whites and things like this. So that's, that's, that's overall good, so I'm not all just going to shit on it. But we'll see, we'll see what the Daily Wire and a Ben Shapiro and even a Matt Walsh does to, to, to pivot here, because I'm also feeling at some point it will still be this like MLK card that comes out at the end. And it's like, well, so therefore, if we just kind of eradicate the leftists, you know, agitation, then everything will go back to, to, to normal again and it will be good, you know, kind of thing. And I, and I just, my point is, I think, I think we're done. I think we're, I think we're done with that. We've, we, you know, generations past have tried that. We tried that. We, there's been endless attempts and it's clearly not just working i, I think what, what the discourse should go and again to her credit marjorie taylor green was like uh, uh, when the u.s is concerned a national a national divorce right and in european countries in europe um we need repatriation and we need to uh find some kind of political solution where we send these people back or whatever uh eventually the the chaos enough will will the chaos and the turmoil and the chaos uh, or the uh the collapse, I guess is a better term, of, of the civilization will will lead to someone taking over control at some point, uh, at least even if that's partially or at least partially certain regions. And we have to just make sure that that at least we have one of those areas. We have one of those regions uh, until we can restore order in our entire countries and restore this obvious mistake that has been done to us beginning in most countries back in 1965. It, in Sweden, it was in the 70s. Many other European countries, it was the 70s, 80s and stuff like that, escalating. I'm talking about the open borders, the multiculturalism, the diversity promotion, and all these lies that we were sold right by these by the uh, elites. That has to be reversed. That has to be restored. And that's our task right now. And if that temporary, if that means that we have to temporarily retract back into a smaller area inside of our countries just so that we at least can continue to be us and survive that 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 might be what we have to do we might have to be ready to as as uh, jack uh, cameron said there texas jack um stake out a piece of, of of land and however that's done even if that's not done officially on paper but it's just like a silent understanding of those people that move to an area and you have to have enough people that have uh, uh, high enough fertility rates and reproduction rates that uh, th there's no room for others to come in. I, you know, there's there's different ways to, to, to try to solve this. Uh, there's different ways to try to approach this problem. We have to be flexible. We have to be dynamic in how we approach this. And we have to be ready to change with the circumstances around us uh, in order to find the possibly best outcome in a situation like this. But I'm saying in degradation and societal collapse, there is also room for opportunity. It's depressing seeing that. Uh, it, it's awful and horrible uh, seeing our homelands that were built by the sweat and literally blood and, and struggle by our forebears. Uh, but for now, until things improve and until, until we have the numbers, uh, we will have to do what we can uh, on the small resources that we have. But we have, that's why we have to have more people there. Anyway, I'm talking too much. Let's listen to the rest here, and then we're going to begin run, running up the show here. And whites in particular keep... Oh, and by the way, Lycanwood's a different thing, uh, interesting thing here. Uh, Lycan Warrior on Entropy says, uh, this Twitter poll recently showed how much the tide are turning in terms of political opinion. The elites have really messed up, I think. And uh, he links to Nature and Raises uh, tweet by actually, I had 
I actually had that tweet uh, already, Lycan, uh, in the flow here. I want to show you as well. This <laughs> this is funny. I put it on our Telegram. Just said, LOL, right? Because that's the whole thing has been about well, you know, the readjustment of the Western world after World War II and stuff, and it's all been like. We have to, st everyone is a Nazi, we have to stop the Nazis, it's Nazis everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and in a way, as they have been doing that, as they have been pushing too hard and so hard, the liberal side, the, the opposition here, to those who just literally you know are afraid of Nazis or, or even exaggerate and claims everyone is that's not on their side or whatever, it doesn't really matter. It's so overplayed and so obnoxiously absurd that almost 90,000 people on Twitter that's voting on this poll would rather align with, <laughs> with the Nazis than liberals. I just find it funny. <laughs> Got a million views. Um, I'm not sure what uh, Frank is politically blocked by Jimmy Dore, Cat Turd, and Andrew Tate. So maybe a, maybe a leftist? Hard to say, catered maybe unless it's a kind of an edgy right winger. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's I'm, I'm saying I'm not sure of the audience, but this probably went went all over. Fascinating uh, that that the one thing that was like society in the recent society in the recent times, they, they, from the EU to America, it's been it's all been built around one idea, and that's to prevent. Nazism, essentially, I think I think that's kind of fair to say, right? Progressivism, democracy, open democracy, liberal democracies, uh, the Marshall Plan in Europe, like the funding all these systems. Well, bring in the migrants then, so they can't remain ethnically homogenous. All these things. we have to prevent. We have to prevent nationalism, you know, which is, you know, what they call that's Nazis for them, nationals. Fascinating. So that means people are um, things. Things seem to be turning around, and I think it's I think it's more out of spite too. By the way, I don't think it might necessarily be that everyone literally kind of aligns with even the cartoonish views that they have of national socialism, if you know what I mean. But I think it's more out of spite against the insane liberals that a lot of people vote uh, a Nazi for this one, um, and not in a trollish way, but just like what whoever is fighting these lunatics, I'm on their side, kind of thing. You know what I mean? All right, fascinating. Thank you, Lycan. For uh, for posting uh, posting that, all right. I guess we'll, yeah. Let's listen to the rest of the uh, Ben Shapiro thing here. Oh, and he did the, exactly. He did the Ben Shapiro did the uh, the Disney. The, we'll talk about maybe we'll talk about this Friday maybe. But he did this, you know. Oh well, this time, this time, Disney is going to go under because if they make uh, Eliza in Frozen Four a lesbian, then that that will be the drop that causes the cup to to, to fill over. It just, <laughs> it's just like no, it's no. And and even even if we could salvage these things, we we, we shouldn't at this point. Anyway, we'll talk more about that Friday. Let's let's play the last of uh, Heather McDonald here. Still some good points made, uh, but I think. A lot of people who are this mainstream kind of conservative needs a, desperately needs a wake up call of just like you 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 will literally not be able to work with or solve problems with those who hate you and they will always turn against you and they will hate you because you're white. You might not see race, uh, but race will see you. Okay? Falling over themselves in phony self recrimination rather than saying here's an alternative explanation for why we have 
the lack of absolute racial proportionality in our various institutions. It's not racist standards. It's vast academic skills gaps on the one hand and vast gaps and differences in criminal offending. If we don't if we don't start defending our essential institutions, Ben, of Western civilization, it's all coming down. I mean, I see this on a daily basis. I think you mean <coughs> Judeo-Christian uh, civilization. Isn't that what the, <coughs> the Ben Shapiro's would say? <laughs> all you need to do to take down an institution or an individual is to point out that that institution or individual is white. We are white culling. And the fact of the matter is European civilization was demographically white. That's what it was, just as African civilization. Well, it, it still is. It just happens to be that we have a bunch of imported people that none of those white Europeans want around living in our countries right now. And that's what we have to re fix, we have to re restore that. It's a, we have to start talking in those terms. This is fixable. We have to so we have to fix this. These people will have to go home if they hate us. Let's begin with those who hate us and those who are criminals and those who, who rape our, our girls and women and even boys. Right? Like, like these people need to go. And then we can do the other people that are like just like at every turn works against us, right? That's what that's what has to happen with the rhetoric here. It's great that they're talking about black crime statistics and things like that, but it must advance. We, we gotta push and pressure these people to now take the next step. Civilization was demographically black and Chinese civilization was demographically Chinese, but well, only the West. That's the, other, that's the other mistake she makes that. Well, European civilization was white. Well, Chinese civilization is still Chinese, yellow, if you will, then Asian. Most of Africa, the, the, sure, there are some areas, obviously, like well, South uh, South Africa that was built by whites. You know, kind of thing. We can do that whole thing, but generally, most of Sub-Saharan Africa uh, is is black people, right? It's still it's still majority black in most of those countries. It's all coming down. I mean, I see this on a daily basis. All you need to do to take down an institution or an individual is to point out that that institution or individual is white. We yeah, are white insane. culling. It's insane. And the fact of the matter is European civilization was demographically white. That's what it was, just as African civilization was demographically black and Chinese civilization was demographically Chinese. But only is. the West is canceling itself in penance for its demographic history. Okay, sure, but there's also people doing this to us. There's specific interests. Uh, this you will not hear on the Daily Wire, especially not with Ben Shapiro. Well, not, not, nowhere on the Daily Wire, for that matter, too. Uh, but again, that's 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 part of the discussion that's that's lacking. Uh, I actually had another clip. We have to do this. This is a woman who said we, uh, the answer to anti-Semitism is Jewish power. I put that on our Telegram. Uh, <clears throat> she she talks about this too. Um. That it's like, oh, you know, uh, it's this left-wing attitudes that have snuck its way in. And uh, it, it's the discourse, she says, well, this just kind of happened, right? Uh, she, she, this woman talks about how horrible it is that, uh, you know, at the University of Michigan, for example, they now have, like, Palestinian rallies, and they're saying death to Israel and things like that. Um, and for the most part, it's not only, of course, Jewish activists, but many are Jewish that have advocated for opening the borders to the West, and this woman has just some, well, it's communists or it's just leftists. It just, it just happened kind of thing. And I was like, no, there's specific historical milestones, benchmarks here along the way where there have been specific activism that has led us to this point. In the U.S., it's the Hart Seller Act. In Sweden, it's David Schwartz and this media campaign to you know diversify Sweden, to open our borders and things like that. 
Uh, and again, it's not it's not at every part of this, every step of the way. Of course, there's anti-white whites too. I'm not saying that, but it's not an it's not an it's not an accident. You know what I mean? And 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 that's also where this conversation needs to go. Well, who well, who well who did this and for what reason? Is it religious? Is it about the Amalek and the Esau? Is it about the destruction of this line? Is it a uh, is this a Talmudic thing? Uh, what about Islam, who opened the borders to Muslims? Who, who, what's the religious thing involved in this? What's the just ethnic hatred from activists are doing this? There's so there are other things to discuss around this too. But again, baby steps. That at least they're talking about uh, um, you know the, the the direct problems that we can see right in front of our faces right now. Uh, but they will not give you an 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 extend an extension to that discussion. And and I and again, which I think is just a, a more it's also an interesting, more interesting discussion to have of, of trying to find the ideological roots of why this happened. Uh, we, and we don't always know, not 100%, but in some cases we know. In some cases they <laughs> they tell us, right? We, we play clips all the time. No, this is this is Amalek. This is Esau. We got we to gotta exterminate them, you know, kind of thing. It's the commandments are from, you know, the Old uh, Old Testament. So this is the, 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 the Kabbalah, you know, things like this. Uh, we're not asking, we're not saying that Black institutions in Africa that don't have a certain percentage of whites be canceled. It's only the West that is canceling itself because it's it's traditions of music, of art, of science, of mathematics. Because of our demographic past, we're white. Get over it. That's not racist. Good. Because of our past. Well, again, it's a, that sounds like a defeatist, the defeatist narrative to me. It's like, well, we used to be white. We shouldn't be punished for that. I know it's changing now, but obviously we can't do anything about that. No, Heather. Let's fix that. Let's fix those issues that were done against us, right? Anyway, it's it's good. Let's listen to the rest here. Where was it? Racist. Good ideas of general applicability are not race-specific, but we've now boiled them down to sort of their demographic origin stories and then suggested the institutions themselves are bad and racist because of their demographic origin story, something, we, as you mentioned, we would never do for any other race. <clears throat> you talking about Jews or whites? Or are you conflating the two, Ben? Uh, again, this is uh, sanitized terminology. This is the critical race theory. The discourse is only against whites, right? That there's no other discussion here about blaming other races for their demographic, past demographic makeup. Absolutely. Uh Science, the Enlightenment values are those of universality. Science is universal uh, language. See, here we go. Yeah. Which a Chinese? Well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe it's not right. And and maybe that's because what we're seeing now. We're now what you're seeing is the attempt at universality, and we're seeing that utterly, embarrassingly fail and just fall on its face right in front of us right now. I think that's kind of part of the, the game plan, to be honest. But genuinely, I think there are true ideologues behind all of this, or, or at least part of this, I should say, that believe that this will work. You know what I mean? All we have to we just to find the problem and, uh, and root that out, right? That's why I said, well, it's the Nazis, or it's the racist, it's the white supremacists, the white nationalists, it's the, the people that don't want uh, to, to, uh, to, to have their kids as minorities. And all that. If we can just get rid of those, then it will be perfect. And as I said earlier, that's obviously proved itself to be false, right? We, we we're seeing all these other tribal conflicts now internally. Uh, the multiracial utopia does not exist. And if it does exist, it's one momentarily, and it's not a utopia, by the way, too. 
Well, maybe it is because it's actually no real a place that doesn't exist, right? It, it, there is nowhere like that. But the other second part to it, and that's where I think we're going, it's to keep that in place with such a rigid political, financial, ideological, sensorial system as possible, right? To just basically as soon as AI comes in and all that stuff, like as soon as there's voices of critique against this, you have to eliminate those immediately, right? Well, this is misinformation, right? They're telling us um, if, you're, if you're doubting that this wonderful multiracial utopia doesn't work for a moment, then you've now become the problem. You are now the enemy of that system and you have to be eradicated. Otherwise, that's mal malinformation or disinformation. He's <laughs> male engineer can talk to a female Nigerian engineer in the language of math and physics. And yet you now have astoundingly the leaders of our science professions of medicine saying that science is racist, medicine is racist because the people for since the since the 17th century that have developed these extraordinary advances and saving technologies and understandings uh, for all of humanity happen to be European. Again, it doesn't matter. Every just happen to be. <laughs> Look, I get that they don't want to get to go there, right? But I should remind you again, right here. How they just happen to be? It's, there's nothing with the racial complaint. Isn't there's no reason for it? It just happened. It just happened to be. Just uh, eh, eh. <laughs> you know what I mean. And so, and so you get you know, conservative ink boiled down is still it's still this right? It's still this. Everybody can and even should and be encouraged to have a strong identity, a strong racial identity, but not white people. Not whites. That is still bad. We still cannot even, even a Heather McDonald, as good as she is, still cannot say, you know what, there's disproportionate impact that the white people have had here when it comes to science, technology, innovation, these kinds of things. And we should be proud of that. We should we should have that as part of our identity. I'd love for her to say that at some point. Maybe she will, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. But anyway, uh, it's a little bit. You can check out the full uh, the full clip here if you want to. Make sure you follow Daily Wire's Twitter. Um, it's good, but uh, man, they have a they have a little bit to go here. A little bit to, to go, to be honest. Um, yeah, the media doesn't give a damn about most black victims. That was the headline Daily Wire shows. Not the disproportion of violence against whites, which is unfairly and and viciously, in the most evil way, driven right by the establishment. Now we said, oh, they don't care. She says that late in the clip too. Oh, they they don't care about the black victims. Uh, but 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 both things can be true. Sure, they don't do that because they're using it as a, as a weapon against us, as a shield against us. They are, they're weaponizing them in a way, right? But what about those you can't even defend that are actually experiencing vi racial violence? <laughs> can you mention those two? All right. Anyway, I've, I think I've exhausted uh, this point. Thank you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, joining us today. Uh, appreciate all of you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everyone uh, super chatting. Uh, make sure that we caught up here. We are uh, going to be back Friday. Uh, we have a guest host joining us uh, Friday. Uh, tune for that. Uh, tune in for that. Trying to uh, settle uh, that right now. Um, I think we got some good uh, good folks for you joining us uh, on Friday. And uh, definitely check out the latest uh, at RedEyesMembers.com uh, as well. Get a membership over there. You can uh, get it at uh, Odyssey and Subscribestar as well. 
and the latest show was, uh, I think, a really good one. So definitely don't uh, miss that. A lot of good topics, important stuff. Uh, dovetails, obviously, with some of the stuff we talked about today. Uh, interesting segment on the on the war in uh, Ukraine as well, by the way. I thought uh, there was some interesting stuff there. Uh, it might be coming to a close. I might uh, talk more about that uh, Friday as well. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Please get a membership. Um, Ten bucks a month. It gets cheaper per month if you get a longer one as well. Uh, we also have our executive producers and producers today. Thank you, guys. T. Lothrop, Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck, Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeeves, President Obunga, and Mongoose. Thank you, guys. We also have William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yaki, Dillbob, Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, and JP. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. We also have our producers. Mr. Walker, 696, Johan Son, Leroy Dumont, Snark, Pop, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Yuri New, Obadiah Hexwell, Single Action Army, and George Porge. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. If you want to uh, check one of those out, you can uh, get those over at Odyssey or Subscribestar or at RedEyesMembers.com. Want to hire more people, so definitely get in there. If you want to pass some resources our way, uh, that will be a great way for us to expand as well. So thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we appreciate you. So yeah, we'll be back uh, uh, Friday. I'm also actually booking in uh, interviews here. Something uh, I've set my eye here on, I think not next week, but the following, uh, doing regular interviews. We might or we might not re replace some Wednesday no-go zones as well. It depends on the audience, really. I'll, I'll, I'll do a poll and ask you guys what, what you prefer, uh, if you prefer interviews or whatnot. I, I, I'm seeking to do it in addition to this. We just keep keep the number of shows we have. Uh, but it would be the, the Wednesday show. If if any point that uh, would uh, uh, it be one or few of those lesser per month as we uh, add in more interviews kind of thing as well, uh, but yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you. We'll uh, we'll be back with more Friday. Until then, take care and uh, join us. Then everybody, stay brave and keep fighting, and we'll sort this out. I promise you, it's gonna get better. We'll see you guys later. Take care. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.